when the stars were still young at their watchposts in the heavens, when the moon still dripped with the blood of the earth that birthed it, when the line of King Magnon failed and war raged in the north. Four heroes set out from a mist-shrouded island, Lysha Norwellen, eager druid of the Holdra Woods of Fomhor, Alan O'Dale, a humble bard with many secrets, Aaron Vol, a brash but well-natured gladiator, and Johnny the Wise, a seer from the north. Entrusted by the hermit Artelane, they made for the legendary kingdom of Cryus, there to seize the Book of Dawn. With the secrets of dawn magic, Artelane told them he could find the last descendant of King Magnon and bring an end to the bloody conflict. To breach Cryus's magical defenses, the heroes needed four relics. The first, they learned, lay in the Vault of Clouds, deep within Doton's Rock. Their journey to the rock was perilous and filled with mishaps. They found themselves indebted to the dragon Xiva, covered in the blood of innocence, branded by the dread infernals of the underworld, and haunted by a vengeful soul they'd left to die. At the great rock itself, they fought their way through the wildling clans, confronted the giant king Hakas, and entered the Vault of Clouds. There they found Doton's dagger, a knife in the hand of giants, a sword in the hand of mortals. It holds the power to cut through illusions and find the truth, and they would need it to enter the kingdom of Cryus. But at the heart of Doton's rock lay a magical secret, the Wild Heart, the font of the great sorcerer Tiberius Wanderstave's powers. Its chaotic energies warped the heroes, magnifying their strife and their struggles. And in the end, Johnny the Wise turned against them, claiming the relic for himself and threatening his former allies. They defeated him, but their only escape led them to a magical bridge that hurled them far, far from there, above the mortal world itself. There, in the Sky Kingdom, they met Thoras, a mighty Goliath warrior, who led them to the people of Hrydur, a village of winged elves and bird folk, the Arakokra, hidden in the heart of a rain cloud. Rydor's people were slow to trust. For all their lives they lived in the shadow of Vindur, sovereign of the skies, whose fear and jealousy drove him to conquer all who would live free among the clouds. They delved into the deadly swamps and smog of the morass to do battle against a dragon, crossed blades with the knights of Terranimbus, and proved themselves to Rydor's leaders. The people of Hrydur sought refuge, a place where they would be safe even from the elemental gods of creation themselves. And so they set out to find the legendary Court of Stars, home of the Celestials, the defenders of the four kingdoms of Anakra, and their queen, the titan Raelta. Along the way, they repaid their debt to the dragon Ziva, but more and more supernatural powers began to interfere in their quest. Dark voices... Hissing messengers whispered secrets and offered deals. Sovereigns and titans appeared before them. Ultimately, they found their way to the court, but not before Alan O'Dale snuck into the very garden of the sky god Vindur and stole a branch from a golden tree. Now, in the celestial realm between the sky kingdom and the outer firmament of the world, our heroes have learned of the true power of the Book of Dawn. And far below, on the mortal world... An evil older than Anakra itself has returned, and all of Anakra is in mortal peril. 
Welcome everyone to Arc 4 of Casters and Castles. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, I'm Tormented by Gnomes. My name is Joseph and I'm the Dungeon Master. And we'll do a brief intro of everybody in case, again, you're just hopping on board. You can watch the rest of these series on YouTube. And uh, we'll go ahead and start with Bren. Hello, my name is Bren. I am, uh, I don't know why I said that in a pseudo accent. My name is Bren. Uh, I'm a commentator for the Overwatch League. I stream on Twitch. I do podcasts. I do a lot of different stuff. Um, and I'm playing Thoras, the Goliath Barbarian. Uh, low in intelligence. He makes up for it in muscle mass and uh, philosophical conversations with people who don't want to converse with them. So, yeah. Cool. Ash. Uh, hi, I'm Driftwood Ash. Uh, my name is Ashley. I am a producer with the Overwatch League, and so by extension, I'm usually behind the camera, not in front of it, but I like D&D enough to be in front of it this time. So uh, I play Laisha Norwalen, a wood elf druid circle of the land um, from, uh, well, you'll find out soon because we're going there. Um, and uh, Well, that is what I think. <laughs> Until it gets That's derailed. what I think. Um, and, uh, yeah, she's, um, generally a pacifist, uh, which you wouldn't know from the number of people she's killed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Josh. Hello, my name is Joshua Wilkinson. Uh, normally go by Sideshow. I'm a commentator for the Overwatch League, and I play Alan O'Dale. He's a misunderstood, lovely bloke. Josh, <laughs> He is he is a Skyvin politician from the uh from the land in which this civil war has erupted, seeking to use the chaos in order to elevate his own position. He's not afraid to be a horrible dickhead, but he is afraid to get caught being a horrible dickhead. <laughs> um and he's done some some pretty bad crimes. Yeah, I was gonna say unspeakable, but he hasn't done anything unspeakable yet. Mm. That's not quite it's his murder. Yeah, just just murder, just some casual murder. But then Lysha's done that, and she's just considered the most innocent young woman that we have along with us. That's I only kill bad people. Mm, yeah, <laughs> and you tried to kill me many times. Oh, well, that's because you're I, a that bad person. Out. That checks out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last but not least, Ted Uber shouts. Yes, uh, I'm Mitch. Um, I also cast the Overwatch League, and my character is Aaron Vol, who is uh, a fighter, essentially. Um, pretty standard anime and protagonist story. Parents die, runs away from home, ends up on the mean <laughs> streets. Uh, but he was a pit fighter uh, in a large uh, town for quite some time, and was the adventure-seeking type, and ended up falling in with these guys. Uh, I would say he is marginally more intelligent than Thoras, but not by a huge margin. Most of uh, his lack of intelligence originates from his inability to distrust people. Um, <laughs> not really. He's, he doesn't realize it's it's naive because he thinks he's incredibly worldly and he knows the streets. You know, he thinks he's really savvy, but really he just gets taken advantage of by people that are more intelligent. But uh, he's pretty, uh, he's a dab hand with the old sword in combat. So, yeah, uh, he's, yes, he was also... Uh, Azimar, although he does not know what that means or why incorporeal wings sprout from him sometimes when he gets mad. So, he assumed yeah. it was part of the standard anime protagonist package deal that he'd signed earlier. <laughs> <laughs> he had been told a few times, but he doesn't. Well, he no, doesn't... He, he, un he understands that obviously there's a quality about him that like uh, could cause him to fall under some sort of persecution or distrust, you know, and he, 
he, he understands it's from um, a tryst that his uh, his mother had, and that uh, his father was not his natural father. So, yeah, and uh, you know, sometimes in the heat of battle, he may frag a, a young soldier with his whole life ahead of him. But it's mm-hmm. uh, just business, kids. So no worries. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so. We are going to start out, before I even say where we left off, where last we left our heroes, any of that stuff, we have an act of God. Thank you, chat. Oh, uh, cool. And as we do. As, as we do. And I want to see if all this stuff that I built works. If you direct your attention to roll 20, you may notice a deck of cards on the right-hand side. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. I've been working on this. It's not done, oh. but I, I think... It's in good shape. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have everybody roll 1d20, and whoever's the highest, instead of rolling a d20 on the chart, you're going to draw one of these cards. Congratulations, <laughs> Thoras, you're the lucky winner. Uh, so I believe if you... Yeah, I can see the draw button. Do I click it? Yeah, go ahead and click it. Draw one card, right? All right, and now see if you can drag it out and just throw it on the playing field. Yeah, a... Oh, what is that? Oh, I don't know. I can't read. It's very small. That seems in character. Oh, oh. celestial oh. harmony. Choirs of angels sing out. Hope to the kind, doom to the cruel. Okay, great. So, well, you're, you're screwed, Alan. <laughs> I'm not cruel. <laughs> Callous, cruel. You know, there's a little bit. Right. Uh, so essentially, each I've got a deck for each of the different like levels: ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, etc. And they're a bunch of different uh, deities in that. That's pretty cool. Holy moly! All right. Nice. And I'm it's, uh, hit the court of stars pretty well. Yeah, I mean, you drew Railta. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and tell you that much right now. That's Railta's card. Um, and I should have, so let's pull this up. So, this, this really seems kind of apropos, given where you are right now you the quest for the book of dawn is in the court of stars essentially it is a supernatural realm that looks like if you took the northern lights and built stuff out of it there are all sorts of entities that dwell here and you are so far above the world of anakra at the very peak that you can see the stars themselves which are guardians celestials hanging upon the firmament that surrounds the world keeping their eyes ever vigilant into the hungry darkness and the things that lurk within. Uh, here dwells the Titan Railta, her troubadour, Deuterith, and all sorts of heavenly hosts and entities. And aside from what you've seen so far, which is very limited, you've seen mental landscapes conjured from your own acts and deeds, the contents of your heart, and you've seen a whole bunch of like techno light shows. You're standing on the Northern Lights, essentially. But there's more here as well. There's an actual court. There are gardens of unworldly trees and flowers. There's a fountain that flows with liquid diamond and all sorts of entities and creatures that dwell here. Uh, heaven's a bit of a party, actually, because this, this isn't your classical, you know, have you been a good little boy? Here's your harp, etc. This is their job is to watch out for things beyond the four kingdoms. Because long ago, the first entities that arrived from beyond the Four Kingdoms were the Infernals. And then later on, the One Flesh that lies at the roots of the world, gnawing at its core and wrestling with Li Ban, the Sovereign of the Seas. So the Celestials stand watch against anything else 
anyone who might need help or might seek to do harm that comes from beyond the bounds of Anakra itself. This is where you find yourself. Alan O'Dale, I guess I go ahead. left out the part since you said Lee Bon. I just remembered my character now has a fisheye and gills. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That's an important thing. Do not forget. Uh, Josh, but- you're muted. True. <laughs> <laughs> what insights have we missed, Josh? I said true. <laughs> That's about it. All right. So a few things happen. The other members of the party had just said, we need Alan. I hope Alan's okay. Let's get Alan here. And then you see Alan emerge from his trial, just frantic and ranting, yelling, I killed them, okay? I killed them! And suddenly he finds himself here before he is ushered off by the astral deva Omglef, who is Aaron Vol's guardian angel, essentially, to speak with Omglef and with Deirterith. The rest of you are gathered in here, and a few minutes later, you see Alaka appear out of her trial. And she runs past you, just bawling, tears streaming down her face as she sobs uncontrollably, running blindly deeper into the Court of Stars. Uh, Thoras and Alan have already gone inside. Lysha and Aaron, what do you do? Uh, Lysha would run after Alaka mm-hmm. to see if she's okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Aaron would probably just look apprehensively at the back of this, this angel bloke as he as he ushered Alan in mm-hmm. and shrug and just walk <laughs> the hell after everybody else. All right. <clears throat> Time works differently up here in a convenient way that allows us to have all the stuff that happened with Thoras and Alan be done as in time for the rest of you to catch up. So the party is now reunited and Alaka is sobbing in a corner of this supernatural courtyard, Omglef, the Deva, and Deirterith, the Troubadour of Stars, have been speaking with Thoras and with Alan as the two of you walk up to rejoin the party. Uh, Alan, who'd you kill, by the way? I don't think I've ever seen you kill... Well, I mean, I, I'm, you kind of helped me with it at night before. The only thing you normally kill is my mood. Did you bring me here, Aaron? What? Were you the one that summoned me here? Uh, we oh. all did. We all did. Oh, the car, are you okay? Look at me. I'm back to you. I'm back to me. Come here. Come here. Let me hug you. Come here. I can't uh, understand a word you're saying. Come here. She's just going to gather her into her arms because she's tiny. Okay. Uh, we're going to. So, the act of God, as you're gathered in this courtyard, you can hear this unearthly music echoing everywhere. It sounds like wind chimes, uh, distant, clear wind chimes. It's the voices of the stars. It's the sound of the light reflecting off their glistening armor. And uh, for what's everyone's alignment? Let's go one by one, starting with Bren. Good question. <laughs> I got a description um, on um, neutral. Neutral good. Okay. Neutral something. It's pretty. It sounds pretty, Thoras. It sounds nice, you know. It's mm. it's decent music. Um, Lysha, the song fills you with hope and peace. You, in your next combat, 
or when you choose to activate it, you have a celestial buff that you can deploy. It protects you from, it gives you advantage on wisdom saves. It gives you advantage on death saving throws. And any healing you receive is maximized. And it will last for the duration of one combat. Uh, Alan O'Dale, the song is, is irritating and it, it clangs loudly and it's discordant and it's uncomfortable and it sort of puts you on edge. For the rest of this scene, you're going to have disadvantage on your skill checks. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Aaron, what was your alignment? Chaotic good? Uh, chaotic good, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah, so you also, in your next fight or when you choose to activate it, this song sort of fills you with hope. It reminds you of a, of a tune that you heard a f- particularly lovely lass singing in a, after a, a great fight you had when you were partying with all of your friends. And you can choose to activate it one time to receive a buff for the duration of the combat. Again, advantage on wisdom saves, death saves, and all healing you receive is maximized. Sweet. All right, back to the lot of you. Lysha is comforting Alika. These celestial figures have been speaking with Thoras and with Alan. What does Aaron do? Well, I think the first thing Aaron wants to know is where the hell was Alan? You left me behind, and I had urgent work to do. Urgent? Listen. That fire bloke, you know, the one with the you know, columns of fire, brimstone, burn your nose hairs out just because he's standing within 25 feet. Yes, I'm aware of him. Right, well, he was the one that sent us here. We didn't leave you. And what's more, he said that somebody left behind actually brought Vindor there. Yes, yes. Uh, all an elaborate plan, Aaron. I didn't want to bother you because your brain can't quite handle it. But by attracting Vindor there, I we stole a powerful... Yes, yes, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Lysha. We are protected here. Uzul, 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 stare at you. Yes, well... Lysha just covers Alika's ears like, no. She rubs her nose. It's just snot is streaming down it. Uh, yes, uh, I, sorry for taking the protection of the Quarter Stars for granted. I just wanted to, you know, practically demonstrate uh, your powerful protection. Aaron, I needed to bait Vindo closer in order to acquire a relic that I was told was incredibly important <laughs> for being able to get into uh, Cryus. Did you get the I, relic? I did. Oh, you me too. Me? I got one mm. as well. Oh, yeah. Do you uh, see how yeah. pretty it is? Lysha is wearing this robe. It is uh, this dark shade of blue like the night sky itself, and it seems to be trickling stars flowing through the fabric. Through You can see them folding around the folds of the fabric, falling towards the bottom and eternally cycling in this glistening cascade. It's very fancy. How, how, did, you, how did you get that? It was a gift from our host. Ah, uh, yep. Mine was a gift to. <laughs> <laughs> Aside uh, from the head exploding air. <laughs> yes. My, uh, well, so, mine so took a little more persuasion. Thor uh, thought that you cut it. Yes, I did. I, I, Vindo may not be the happiest that I took it. It was on loan. It's on loan. Stop saying his name. Hmm? Thank you, Thorak. 
It matters not. Source thinks it matters. Look below you. Yes. Well, he's not particularly happy right now. (laughs) Explain this to me then. So you are, you would say, you're the reason that Vindor descended upon all of the denizens of Hydor in in incredible wrath and with many forces and wind warriors. That occurred because you wanted to, I don't know, ask for a fucking, a, a flower clipping from him? Because How many died need, because of you? Because we need to save the world. Hello, people. Do you think this is going to be a, a bloodless task in order to right the civil war? You expect no blood to be spilled? No, I just no there might. must be sacrifices. And I do not require you to all be on board. It is not my responsibility. Oh, so you're in charge safe. here now. I see. You if make you want, unilateral decisions now, I see. It, if you want to go off and fetch a relic as well, be my guest. If you can I go did. off on your... I just told you I did. Well, then, well done. We two are equal. Yes, but I didn't kill anyone to do it. Neither did I. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing out of not, character. His clothes are a little bit like, they've got some grubbly stuff <laughs> on them. Owl brains. I, I'm going kind of, to wipe some, like, blood and brains off. This isn't people. This is bird. Are you calling the Aracocra bird? Why would I mean, the Aracocra? Why would the Aracocra be defending Vindor? Come on, Lysha, please. No, I did not kill any Aracocra. I never have, and Arguably, probably you never will. Vindor down upon them. Anyone who died in that battle is your responsibility. That's Vindor's right. Everybody responsibility. who died in that battle is your fault. <laughs> oh. Yes, like the rock. I killed the rock. Well, and Golden Boy will be quite disappointed. So, <laughs> <laughs> one link to relevancy. I don't know why I saved you. So, Thoris killed. I got a relic. Thoris killed Habri. Uh, that's fair. Thoris has uh, X. Thoris has an X. Dear truth, just says that's true. You that did, Thoris. It was quite impressive. Thoris has X now. What I is mean, this X? What does my X look like? Uh, it looks exactly the way that it did before, It's except that it's got a luminescent aura to it. And it... Mm. Glowy. Yes. If you can, why didn't you bring his head back then? Thoras uh, could not hold on to the rod whilst also holding on to the giant's head. I'm sorry, the rod? No comment. No comment. Aaron, Aaron feels it's more convenient <laughs> not to believe that Thoras killed the giant. Uh, no, my immovable rod, and Lysha pulls it out of her cloak. Hmm. Oh, I thought it was a euphemism. Well, I mean... Okay. <laughs> Thoras doesn't know what euphemism is. I know. I just know you really love Battle Thoras. Like, really love it. Like, you... A lot. You... Yeah. Yeah? Fine. Okay. Well, you have a nice axe. Axe. And... We're here now. Where is Crydor... You know, those people that were supposed to defend and, like, that housed us and, you know, gave us a bunch of that wine. Deuterith speaks up. We've taken the people of Hrydor into our protection. The eyes of the Sovereign of the Skies will not find them. They're safe, and Vendor's looking for me. So, in a way, I saved them. By dooming us? Are we doomed? I, I, I believe in us. We've done well so far. Listen, I'll say this much. Me and Thoras, we went up against, you know, 
Oh, God. Basically, look, you know, uh, not trying to brag, almost got him to uh, this it, close. It was God. It was God. Yeah, it, it, was, it was the God, actually. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, listen, I don't know if we can replicate such a feat should you bring another one onto our doorstep. That's all I'm saying. Thoris, what do you think? Uh, I was a part of that. T- from what I heard, you had a nightmare from eating too much cheese and started slapping each other. Uh, Thoris did not slap. Thoris hits with axe, and Thoris almost killed God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was close sorry that's fine well well where's your where's your slithery friend alan mm. all of you would be dead all of you would be dead mm? right now if i hadn't saved you just what saying you, what did you even do oh the flying in there yes yes no you did save me that's true oh, sorry mm. good I, point Lysha. good so point much saving going on it's hard to keep track yes the may have survived the fall my my slithery friend, my slithery friend is named, uh, well, for starters, friend, strong term. Uh, I am hoping that the God of Stars will agree with me. Thoris is going to put his whole hand all over your mouth. His one finger is the size of your head. I think you should not say name. What you're going to say? That Sky Sovereign's name again? No, 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 no. No, not Vinda. Oh, Snake's name. What is the Snake's name? Ah! Safe while we're here. Wait, we are safe here. Listen, Harold. You found out who he is. Are we or are we not safe? The Sovereign of the Skies cannot touch you here. What? What about old Rattly Boy, Snakey Boy? The Infernals are one imprisoned in the underworld by the will of Ramius, Overlord of the Dead, and two wouldn't dare show their punk asses around here without getting a good smiting. See, Thoras, oh, I'm going to slap him on the back. Snake See, is an infernal. The snake. I mean, there was no way that I could know, but yes, an infernal, uh, an incredibly knowledgeable. Is he still infernal. in your bag? Uh, we mustn't look, but yes, he mustn't know anything about what happens here. And keeping away knowledge from Zephyrus is a difficult task, so I yes. have not been communicating. Did you with say, him. oh my? Mm. Yeah, yeah, about that. Mm. Wait. So You're I... trying to keep knowledge from the knower of all things. And you just said, so. Deutrus speaks up, well, to be fair, he likes to call himself that, but it's more like knower of a great many things and would like to be knower of all things and gets very annoyed when he doesn't know things. It doesn't quite um, ring off the tongue. Exactly. The right? like would you Alan, call yourself ways, that I see ever? why you get no. along. Mm. We share a spiritual connection. <laughs> <laughs> right, so... Just to recap, um, yes, you you went you went into Vinda's house, stole yeah a very nice a garden, yeah a, a garden. I don't know how you did that, by the way. Did you fight anyone to get in there, or did you do the you know the the sneaky beaky thing? You don't just have to slap people with big hunks of metal in order to win battles and steal relics. I have my own means, thank you, Aaron. Thinks it definitely helps, though. You're mm. looking very weak, Alan. I well, I have a relic and you have zero relics, so we'll see. <laughs> Who else could take um, a relic? That's not strictly true. Uh, yes, I wasn't talking to you, Lysha. Right, yes, yes. you you're all, you're all very powerful. You all have gifts from gods. That, mm. That's fantastic. My concern, my concern is what we were being told about before. You remember the whole, you know, the whole conversation that we had, like not just a couple of minutes ago, where all of it, when it went from putting the right prince on the throne to end this civil war to 
Oh my god. Oh, saving There's... the world. Ah, yes. Thoros has no knowledge of this. It does not matter. What matters is killing the dragon. Uh, Aaron, our job is, broadly speaking, still the same. We must find the book, and the book will empower us to be able to kill the dragon. Uh, we, we were intending to get the book anyway. For the record, Deutrith speaks up, uh, defeating and re-imprisoning would be preferable to killing. Sure, yes. yes. We, we discussed this, didn't Van- we, Thoras? We're yes. going to lock him away again. That Vanquish him. Vanquish win. him very what, thoroughly, Thoras. What would why, happen if you The dragon's time has not yet come. There's a reason that the seven dragons were sealed behind the gates of the Silent City. Now, Thoras, I happen to know that dragons can survive for a long time without their heads. The Silent <laughs> City? Yes. You Right. The two of you, you weren't privy to that. Uh, so, there is a place. I just did the long version of this. What's the short version of this? Let me, okay. So, <laughs> Anakra. Now it's four kingdoms. Didn't used to be four kingdoms. Used to be the world of the dawn. Will and wishes and thoughts could become reality. And very beautiful, lovely, lots of wonderful things could happen. Before that, the world before Anakra. The silence came to end the cycle of life, birth, life, death, and renewal. That world burned itself out in order to continue the cycle and stop the silence. That world had imprisoned seven dragons for betraying creation to the silence, for crimes against reality. And each of those seven dragons was sealed behind the gates of the Silent City, which is all that remains of the world before. And all its light and all of its energy has been saved there behind those gates for when the silence returns, as it always does. That is all that remains of the world before. It has survived, it survived the long nights. It existed since before the dawn and the dragons that are locked behind its gates are older than the dawn itself. There will come a time when the silence will return and someone will need to open the gates again and unleash them. So if that dragon isn't behind that gate, when that time comes, that person is going to have a problem. And so will all of us. So this is a, Legitimately, a world-ending dragon. And what we're going to do? What? Give it a tranquilizer dart, and then just you know wheel it off. Oh, so we're going to book... write. We're going to find the Book of Dawn and write that he's in the Silent City. Right. Exactly. The, now, the dragon is older than Dawn magic, and so I don't think it's going to be a one hundred percent immediate solve. But the power of the book should weaken it enough for someone to vanquish it in battle, and when it's weakened in battle. You can write it back inside the gate. Does that does that all make sense, Aaron? Does that track? You had me at Vanquish the Dragon. Yes. I mean, it took, took a while to get to that point, so you didn't have me until just now, but now you have me. Right. <laughs> get relics, get book, use book, Vanquish Dragon, save world, your heroes. But book does what, exactly? Anything you want, Thoras. Although we shan't be letting you use it because you can't write. But if you tell us what you'd like us to write in... That we we can make things Thoros, happen. Thoros tell, oh, and we shan't be letting you use it, Alan, for you can't be trusted. Thoros, uh, just draw, just draw something. Thoros, Thoros can write, write, Alan. Can you? I've never seen you write before. Thoros can write many things. How many things can you write? Uh, uh, the amount of things that I can write is not really limited by a number, per se. Hmm. 
I'm going to call you pig shit in orcish. <laughs> and, and dumb fucking giant. Bless you. <laughs> Your allergies seem to be flaring up, though. Uh, that happens a lot in the Court of Stars. Most people are, you know, have a little bit of a sensitivity to the firmament itself. So where's this dragon then? Its name is Asharnalon. Is this a name we need to fear saying, like the sky god or the or sky sovereign or the elementals or the infernals? I don't know yet. Asharnalon <laughs> is older than Anakra. I we don't know what rules it follows. He follows. Then uh, may I suggest we all call him A Shazzy D from now on. <laughs> Instead of a Shardalon, we shall refer to this immortal, time-defining dragon of doom as a Shazzy D. Shazzy D. Is this a a sacred language of your people? Mm-hmm. Thoros yep. likes it. <laughs> I think I knew I went from the Eastern Kingdoms by a similar name. Shazzy yeah. D. Yeah. I thought that was what you gave to the wenches from that kingdom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Listen, the pits aren't very sanitary, okay? <laughs> if you have coin, you have no worries. Yep. We're not seeking out the dragon anyway. We're aiming for the book. We we should aim to avoid Thoras' mm, so dragon. Thoras, uh, we, we, we can't are, defeat the dragon until we have the, the book. Dragon. Right, so we basically kill God. Thoros will get book and we shall kill God. Yes. No, we don't kill the dragon. Didn't you hear? That would also be a problem. Thoros can do whatever dragon can't do. Thoros, incredibly powerful person, must eventually unleash the dragon. That's probably you. You're the most powerful person I know. And so or, you need to capture dragon in order to unleash it later. I mean, because yeah, it's probably you. He hasn't killed any dragons. Lysha looks at Alan like with respect for maybe the first time ever. <laughs> like, okay, I see how you played this. <laughs> Thoras, uh, Thoras will kill dragon and eat it. Yes, I heard if you eat dragons, um, you you can gain some of their you know qualities, especially mm, the, mm. the the rectum is uh, yes. Is a delicacy in uh, the Eastern Kingdoms, actually, yeah. We shall continue this discussion, Thoras. <laughs> <laughs> there, is, there is much less, much more to decide about how Dragon is disposed of. Well, yes. let us get book. I am tired of waiting around. Thoras, as he slams his hand on his knee, mm-hmm. he collapses because <laughs> he's on 11 health. <laughs> <laughs> he takes 11 bludgeoning damage from himself. Oh. Whack! You know, we've all been there. Yeah, rest. So, when you've rested... And you're ready to continue your journey. The Court of Stars will place you wherever you wish in the mortal world. Um, do you know why my hair has grown back? Right. You've got some wild magic on you, which we might want to talk about because we're starting to think that a lot of what's going on has a great deal to do with wild magic. We can clean that right up for you. We're happy to do so. Um, just Oh, you know, would you mind? Yeah, let's... Come have a rest, have some drink, have some food, uh, and tell us everything that's happened so far so that we're up to speed, and we will take that, clear that up right away. But you won't get rid of my best blessing from Liban, will you? I, I'll still be able to breathe underwater? Yes, hey, I could you know. uh, 
Druids of the Circle of Asswipery survive without your fisheye? <laughs> I'm not the one who removed my eye, and none of you helped me with Gilbert until someone launched a freaking crossbow bolt at him just to get the last one hit HP shot in, but got credit for killing him. Chaos, I see chaos. how this goes. I tried. I, I would I would like to think that uh, my contribution during that fight was substantial. We're all very proud of everything. I that didn't all really of you see what any of you were doing. I was distracted fighting well, Gilbert by myself. Thoras looked like a piece of bison meat inside an anthill. <laughs> That's what he looked like. Smelt smelt as bad as it had been out there for three days. And uh, yes. Thoras is very proud. Miss <laughs> Thoras, your weight bearing uh, capacity is, is most impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right then, let us let us rest here. Let us let us sample some of the delights this place has to offer. Considering that we've been propelled here by uh, numerous fallacies, pillars of fire, gusts of wind, unreliable birds. I once played in a. Elisha would say thank you for your hospitality birds. and celestial. All right, Deirdreth bows and responds in kind, uh, and a lot of you are invited to. Partake of the delights of the Court of Stars, which uh, are a little bit difficult to describe. Again, palaces with crystal and shining marble walls and fresh fruit, even more bizarre things than what you've eaten in the Sky Kingdom. Food that glistens, food that hums, food that reminds you of childhood memories when you eat it. And clear wine and spirits and mead with no hangover. Uh, the party is raucous. And you are all fully healed. Of all, all your health is restored. Any maladies that you were suffering from, if there's something particular that I forgot. I think all like the really hardcore curses and stuff that you're under were already gone. Your remaining chaos maladies are cured. You're all at full health and in good spirits. I, I would like I to have offer... eyebrows again. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable, Alan. Um, I'd like to um, talk to the Herald mm-hmm. and, and ask her. Um, ask them. Uh, are you are you aware of anyone who has uh, agate here, S- similar to jasper, onyx, translucent kind of gemstone, worth a lot of money? I, I require some for my spells. Yeah, yeah, we can make that happen. They have a, how, they have, um, how many? The economics of the Court of Stars are, are vague and beyond the purview of this particular <laughs> adventure. Suffice to say, if you require gemstones, you may trade for said gemstones. Okay. How much Easily. money do we have in the bag of holding again? It should be in your journal in Roll20. Oh, it is. Yes. yes. We have um, 3,000 silver, 5,000 gold. Wow. Uh, mm, I want to see. Okay, I am going to. Oh, what is the what is the trade in for platinum to gold? It's tens. Everything is tens except for electrum pieces, the most hated of coinage. Uh, but everything else is in units of ten. Okay, then um, I am going to kind of slink off mm-hmm. and use the money in the bag of holding to trade for uh, five uh, five agate mm-hmm. pieces, gemstones worth a thousand gold each. Okay. All right. You know, unilaterally without consulting oh, actually, the party on how we spend money. Actually, yeah, no, I'm not. In order um, to open the bag of holding, I would have to unleash the, or the at snake. least expose the snake. So I'm not. Whilst whilst thinking about dipping into my 
into my money. I'm not. And I'm I'm instead going to barter with them mm-hmm. to try and uh take take a loan out, like an IOU. I'm gonna try to I'm carrying to like five amethysts, if that's helpful. Uh, how much they okay. So first off, they will accept IOUs. However, they require that you donate the full that you submit yourself to a Gaius to donate the full amount to the needy, the poor, the suffering upon the mortal world. I readily accept. They will look your ass up, Alan. They know how you work. In they fact, will get your actually, secrets. I'm going to try and negotiate. I'm going to try and <laughs> negotiate, not in terms of the amount of money I have to give to the needy, the poor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and negotiate what qualifies as needy and poor. I'm going to start debating <laughs> them on the on the moral <laughs> standard of what needy and poor is. Talking about kind of expected quality of living and if mm-hmm. the wealthy end up being uh being struck into hard times they have higher expenditures because they have to pay for all of that what about the oh. landlords the landlords exactly. are getting fucked over they have mortgages to pay exactly that kind of stuff so i'm gonna try and <laughs> try and make i'm gonna try and negotiate not for the price but for the mm-hmm. uh restrictions of the gaius oh okay my i have seven amethysts and they're worth 100 gold pieces mm. that doesn't cut it unfortunately all right. They're going to say the lowest of the low, the poorest of the poor. Um, those, okay. with, those who have lost everything, those with nothing. So I must give this money to those who have literally nothing of worth. No value, no possessions in the world. Or whose livelihood, whose ability to continue to provide for themselves and their immediate family is utterly threatened and in peril. Those Can we who specify threatened. if these have to be good people? No, not as far as I know. They haven't said <laughs> anything about that. Well, Excellent. If, if you're you. actively aware of them having, you know, killed people or being uh, cannibals and stuff like that, they're immediately disqualified. Hmm. Okay, okay. Those who I believe to be good and whose livelihoods are threatened or who have nothing. And you're going to go ahead and point out somehow verbally every time that you make said transaction for immediate review by the Court of Stars. Absolutely. And at that point, if their wealth ends up causing the wrath of a village because I've donated a thousand gold to a poor person, so be it. (laughs) So be it. It's not for the Court of Stars to ponder about the ethics of politics and economics, is it? You just want me to give away all my wealth to random beggars. Fair enough. I shall do it. <laughs> Glorious. Um, meanwhile. Lysha's going to like you so much more. He's going to find Lysha's going to gonna be mad when I oh, yeah. tell people to rob money back from them <laughs> and regain my wealth in that way. Um, Lysha, Olika has been clinging to you basically this whole time. And uh, I'm not going to say inconsolable because you're very good at consoling people, uh, but is quite shaken. Um. Okay. So she would try to find out like why she's so shaken. Like, mm-hmm. Are you? You seem very troubled, Alika. Is there anything I can do to ease your mind? She. Uh, God, how much of this do I want to? <laughs> I thought I was following a bunch of heroes, but there's so many people have died along the way, and I, I 
I should have been taking oh, care no. of my family, and I left them all behind in order to go off on adventures. Ah! Oh, Alaka, I'm so terribly sorry. Is there? Would you like to go home? Yes. Perhaps we can negotiate with these folks to send you home again, if that is what you'd prefer. We only brought you with because you asked, and if you are ever finished with this journey, you have every right to be. Oh, no, no, you didn't. That wasn't home. Well, where is home, then? Alaka describes to you the waterways of the river delta where her family and her extended family dwelled in a valley in the mountains to the south of the Falmhor woods just north of Iman Karak would i be familiar with this place yeah it's pretty close it's you know just south east of your homeland the Falmhor woods in fact her real home that she left long, long, long ago uh, is just is a river valley near Cryus. <clears throat> it is oh, in no. the shadow of the mountains of Cryus itself. Well, we can see if these folks can send you there, and if not, perhaps we can assist you on your way home. If you still wish to travel with us, I realize mm. there has been much death and destruction, and I do not begrudge you judging <laughs> us for it. She essentially would like you to drop her off on your way, but she'll continue to accompany you. I think that's a thing we can manage. All right. She, and if they say no, I'll make sure of it. She gives you a big hug, and her, she slowly stops crying. Lysha, what was, what was that about? Um, We need to take Alika home on our way. She lives near Cryas? Yes. Then a little knows... southeast of the forest of my people. She knows the area, then. Yes, but I don't think we're going to put this poor woman through anything further, are we, Alan? Surely not, no. But <laughs> if we travel with her on the way, she would provide valuable guidance, and we would provide valuable assistance. You know, I'm, there's, sure I'm sure there's terrible people in right now. Words. Would you, Alan? Sorry, what was the question? I don't know if she'd want to help us with very much right now, based on what I've just heard, would you, Alaka? Uh, it sounds like your quest is pretty important for a lot of people. Incredibly important, Alaka. <laughs> the world will end if you do not help us. <laughs> okay, let's not put that kind of pressure on our friend here, oh shall we? <laughs> Am I wrong, Lysha? Am I wrong? Um, if we not... fail, the world will end. Yes, but that doesn't mean it's just because she Alaka won't help us. It's your responsibility to help us on this That's quest. That's not true. Alaka, don't listen. <laughs> he likes to put a lot of pressure on people needlessly. Wait a minute, my family lives in the world. Yeah. That's, That's true. true. <laughs> That's true. They will be smited, smote, <laughs> and inflated, Your Alaka. family will not be smote because we will prevent it on exactly. our adventures, which as are a little more violent than perhaps you anticipated. Smoke would be um... the proper conjugation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Olika. I, I, I lose, I lose my uh, verbiage whenever I'm thinking about the end of the world. Hmm. Well studied, Bard, you are. <laughs> mm, sound like Yoda, you do. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right. Uh, out of curiosity. 
Yes. And she'd ask someone nearby, how, how, um, how does the one flesh figure into all of this? Hmm. So. I, I've made a promise, you see, to, to battle the denizens of the one flesh. Ah, good, good, dear truth. So. The dawn ended because the infernals ran rampant over the world, devouring its light and twisting it in their own image. And somebody opened the doors of the silent city and let the dragons out. Oh, I forgot. That's an important point of context. I had, I talked with Alan and uh, Thoras about this. Yeah, the, the dragons behind the seven gates of the silent city routed the infernals. They wrecked Uzul and his friends, demolished them, sent them running just for purposes of scale. I think that's important to cover. Uh, and then they were all locked right back up by whoever it was that did that. I haven't been able to figure that out. So ah. then the sovereigns say, hey, these infernals, they came from beyond Anakra. We should probably have some sort of protection against that. So they took the Dawn World and they divided it into the four kingdoms and they all lock nicely together to make the firmament, which keeps things out. It's a protective barrier. So years go by and the infernals are pretty upset about this. So Uzul kills Erakura, the sovereign of stone within range of how dead a sovereign can actually be. That's a metaphysical question. We can go into the detail on that later. When Erakura is killed, discorporated, the firmament weakens. And something out there smells the blood of the earth and wants it and hungers for it and comes down and falls from the sky and that's the one flesh. So after that, Liban and Vindur's daughter, Railta, Set our mighty queen and star kindler and all sorts of great stuff says enough is enough. She goes over Vindor's head and lights the first stars and everything that you see around you, which annoyed Vindor a great deal. And that's why there's a court of stars is because things keep attacking from beyond out there. And there was nobody actually protecting and keeping an eye out. So that's where the one flesh figures into all this. Not directly related to the seven gates of the silent city, still a major problem. Would love to see its minions thwarted. Does that answer so, your questions? Strictly speaking, if I, if someone wrote in the Book of Dawn that the one flesh was destroyed, what might happen? Ah, uh, not entirely sure. It came from outside. Again, mm, it, I see. I'm sure. Depending on exactly how you did it, it wouldn't, it would be maybe a, a net good thing. I don't think you could just write it out of existence because it came from beyond our existence. I'm sure you could do but something. But I could write like the that. firmament back into existence? Oh, the firmament's, it's, it's back. Like, it's still here. It just, you know, I see. needed some patching. It's in okay. the latest patch Thank notes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. No, it's, People always say, oh, Celestials, they hate fiends and infernals, and yeah, that's true, that's fair, they're assholes, but there's a lot of other threats out there that we're keeping an eye out for, and the the offspring and bits and pieces of the one flesh are a blight upon the world, they're incredibly dangerous, please do kill them. Okay, I will. Thanks. Uh, Aaron, Why? sorry, Thoras. Thoras uh, is listening to this, and mm -hmm. Thoras is just wondering, Again, why why does this, this why does this party go for the most convoluted approach to every problem? Why not just write in the book 
we are all strong enough to defeat all the evils in the world. I mean... And then we uh, just go around and kill the evils. Because, because that would take a bloody long time to defeat every evil in the world. Even if we were strong enough, we wouldn't have the, the time to be able to do it. Uh, besides which, if we wrote that we were strong enough to defeat one, then perhaps not all of them, if they ganged up, would defeat us. It's, Why would it's they not- gang up? Because, because they, we're into, we, can, we can take them one at a time, but maybe not all at once. We'd have to stipulate that self-preservation. So, so what is the, the the the? It sounds like Thoras is a little bit confused here because you 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 all have many uses for the book. Yes, but, and but it, can the book only be used once? Thoras, we don't quite know how the book can be used until we have the Dude. book. Think so, from my understanding of the book's lore, but possibly. The book's too powerful if it was allowed multiple times. It is not without its limits. You are corporeal entity. Grasping the book's power and wielding it may take a toll on you. It remains to be seen if it's within your capability at all. And remember, the power of dawn is not limitless. The infernals nearly devoured it. I should hope we were all willing to sacrifice ourselves for the chance to save the world, so I think we'd be all right. I'm willing to sacrifice you, Lysha. <laughs> I didn't hear that, Alan. Thank you. Thoras, <laughs> he's basically saying he doesn't think you can handle writing in this book. He's implying, in fact, that you can't write. Thoras can write. Well, I know you can, as well as anybody else. He Thoros doesn't know that. writes all the time. Yes. I, in fact, I think I've seen you write on uh, occasion. <laughs> what I if you it. used it as a sketchbook? Mm. That's the great thing well, about it, you know? It's it's more about will and, and thought than it is about grammar. These and many other questions, whenever we find the goddamn book. <laughs> Let's find <laughs> the book. On that note, where would you... First off, Aaron... Is there anything aside from get drunk and have a wild good time and party with some space babes? Is there anything else <laughs> while your guardian angel looks disapprovingly at you the entire time? Is there anything Absolutely else that you wanted to do? Absolutely not. No, I think um, <laughs> actually I do think I think Aaron would, Aaron would uh, go up to the angel guy. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, sit down. Maybe he's hoping for a father son talk. He obviously knows he's not his dad. Um. Mm. But I know he'd try and strike up a conversation with him because, you know, he, now he's no longer, you know, dying from right. multiple wounds. In his, you know, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he'd, uh, wherever this guy is, maybe he's talking with people, maybe he's sat down, and we'll just pull up a seat. Very, like, very blatantly, you know, mm-hmm. pull up a seat next to him. He's, he's not not really very subtle. It's a uh, BlizzCon after party and everyone's, like, got a circle and you just see somebody go right into it. <laughs> Yeah, think of it like uh, think of it like you know Mendo sat there and then ZP just fucking pulls up a seat and sticks next to him and just waits for him to talk to. Him. I see That's it like in my that. brain. Yeah. Um. All right. So Omglef is not much of a party animal and is frequently around, but pretty easy to get a hold of because he's just sort of you know looking out. You pull up and he turns to you expectantly without saying anything. I hadn't thought that your kind would really partake in this kind of revelry. The role of Celestials is often misunderstood by mortals. You do, Aaron. In what language, <laughs> does, he, in what language does he address me? What, in what language did you address him in? 
Uh, probably common. Yeah. He responds in common. Um, now, I hazily remember, I, I remember this, this dream and, and being brought out of it. And then I remember mm-hmm. yourself. Um, and my, my understanding is that you have been trying to communicate with me over years. You're the first thing that I've seen that also has these blasted wings growing out of them. Yes. What are, what are, you know, more, what are you? No, no, no. More importantly, what am I? Are we the same? In a manner of speaking. Aaron, you are the offspring of a celestial, of the court of stars, and a mortal. Wow, I knew that the father I was born to wasn't. Wait, what is that? Am I human at all? Partially. How did my... You know what? Never mind. I don't want to know how my mother managed that. The ways of magic in the plains are mysterious. So what? My, my, my father descends down to earth, golden chariot, horns blaring, and just BAM! Impregnates my mother or what? I was not his guardian. I wasn't watching over him. Suffice to what say, a, he tired of his duties. What a, what, a, what is a guardian? I mean, what were you, what were you doing that whole time that I was massacring innocent people because of this tattoo that I had? I do recall sending you rather a stern message immediately afterwards. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the voice of yeah, Bren. Yeah, you know. Okay, fair enough. You got me on that one. <laughs> So, what, what is your role? You're supposed to guide me. As best I can. The Towards what? Good question. Our role is to safeguard Anakra and its four kingdoms against threats both within and without. The whole point of protecting people of this world is to let them live better lives. Let them be kind to each other. Create beautiful things. Try to live in peace. Try to do little harm where possible. Let their stories unfold as they are. Give them their freedom, but to guide them towards kindness and compassion. That is the role we take with mortals. You are an exception because you're neither. You're some of each. Our ability to directly communicate with you is limited. We do not often descend into the mortal world unless summoned for the same reasons that fiends don't simply burst from beneath the earth and overwhelm your cities. Uh, anymore. Not anymore. So, what is expected of me then? I mean, I'm not even... I'm not even the same as you. I'm, I'm half human. And all this yes. stuff you're talking about letting people live their lives, that's incredibly far above my head. What do you want, Aaron? Wow, how long you got, bro? (laughs) (laughs) I'm an immortal. Bring it. I mean, I think I have some things that I have to make up for. Some things that I wish I hadn't done. I mean... How will you do that? I don't really know. Uh... I I, I believe that I... I believe that I have uh, things to atone for, for having... You know, the, you know the whole you know demon possession thing and chopping and hacking and and and, and you know 
Killing... I will I will admit it's something of a vague moral area. Oh. Not that first kid though. The rest of it <laughs> complicated. I listen, it was it'd been a long time since I've been in the pits and you know, you're kind of indiscriminate when you're fighting in those. You're, you might be thirty people in there and you grab the nearest throwable thing and need to explain it. It already happened. A stone once cast cannot be taken back. The only question is what do you do now? Should I stay on this quest with these people? Is yes, this... because otherwise bad things could happen. Unspecified bad things could happen. Why don't you go? You're fully Azimar. You're much more powerful. I mean, we, we could test that. I mean, ostensibly much more powerful. <laughs> Why can't you go and, and, and save the world? We are standing at the bulwarks of the edge of reality. There are things up there hammering at the gates every single day. That we keep at bay. We've got shit to do. But. <laughs> we lend our strength and our power and our guidance where we can to mortals who will seek it out. Or in your case who inherit it. Okay one one last thing. One thing that's been bothering me for. A long time. Hmm. Do I get superpowers? <laughs> you can sprout wings and smite people <laughs> with radiant light. Well, I mean. Birds. Can. Fly? I well, I don't know. I guess I just thought you <laughs> otherworldly creatures, you know, angels with with obviously some strange moral gray area that they seem to be able to abide whilst still doing what they want. All right, so you're telling me I don't get I don't get to to, to shoot lasers or uh, flaming swords. You have the potential to rise above almost any hero that you've heard of. Through your deeds, through hard work, through sacrifice, through constant training, as you've already done. The sky's the limit. If you really care about your celestial heritage, which would be the right and proper thing to do, but you are not bound to do. You care greatly about your freedom. There are paths that you can take, but they would lead you away from your current training. It might what require training am I receiving? Well, the same training you've always had, you know, the whoever is trying to kill you at the moment has always been your instructor. Oh, that's my favorite kind of training. Yeah, it's worked out fairly well for you so far. Gigantic guy with a loincloth. He smells awful. (laughs) (laughs) But I managed to. I mean, you know, he's he's kind of strong. He's he's not bad. Uh, you know, I'm teaching him a thing or two. Show him in the ropes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I don't know. The more I travel around, look, I've been around for a while now, and I feel like the the real step to to learning is is to teach, you know? And uh, so, yeah, I've been doing that. Yeah, no big deal. I've been teaching some, some important combat lessons, you know, uh, Art of the Blade and all that, uh, how to throw sand in someone's face when they're, you know, I'm good. I think, I, think, I think I'm on the right track. Then carry that on, and your superpower of throwing sand in people's face will ever get stronger. Uh, Aaron takes a sip and, and sobers, what, looks at the guy pretty soberingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, something tells me I'm going to need your help. You might. It's been with you this entire time. Well, Aaron gets to his feet, grabs his big tankard. Uh, sorry I didn't uh, listen hard enough in the first place. And then he throws on a grin and he's like, yeah, call me though. Give me up. <laughs> <laughs> and he just walks off with his tankard. My name... Omglef, 
Use it if you must. All right. Aaron takes note of his actual name. And just walks off. All right. <sighs> the Court of Stars has promised, Dear Tirith has promised that when you're done here, excuse me, one sec. Oh, I've moved things around. When you're done here, they will take you, they will drop you off wherever you'd like. You've had ample time to rest and relax and heal and some of the trauma that this quest has been going on for what, a week? A week and a half? I think longer than it's that. It's been a busy week, dude. The the quest for the book of Dawn? it's been like two weeks. It's been like a month max, I want to say. I think it's been a while because it took them uh, when we were when they were traveling through the forest the first for Act One. Mm-hmm, through it was yet. multiple days of travel, yeah. going through farmlands to get to Dotane's Rock, and then from Dotane's Rock, <laughs> it's been a while. Now, it hasn't been that long, actually. No, no it's only been a, like the Sky Kingdom arc has only been what four long rests five long yeah. rests yeah uh, it's been like two weeks three weeks yeah and your your asses were what level four when you started level three <laughs> been very intense two to three weeks yeah so you i've you... only been on room springer for two to three weeks <laughs> no because well, there was some travel break, time fam. it took you Good. a while to get from uh the temple where you studied to get to the northern kingdom that would have probably taken you several weeks to a month uh, okay, so I've been gone for like a month and a half to two months. Yeah, something along those lines. But you're able to rest, you're able to uh, to heal, you're able to forget your worries for a short while. But duty does eventually call. Unless you have any other business in the Court of Stars, they're ready to plop you down wherever. Point for us towards the relic. Right. Oh, I'm wearing one. Points to us to the other relic. <laughs> <laughs> so the party gets to, <laughs> the party gets to choose where they want to go. Yeah, guys, listen. The crowded anchor. It's on Goodwood Lane in the capital. <laughs> Exotic dancers, nipple tassels, and of course mead. Like it's from the lips of um, the gods. We can just stop there briefly. I know a guy. We can get a booth. Everything we could ask for. Charcuterie yeah. boards? No. No. I, I'm going to say no. They make a um, wicked we promised sour. we would take Alika home, and that is in the direction we need to go. So I think we could kill two birds with one stone that way. Nipple tassels. <laughs> I don't think I've got a feeling. Where, no. where is the last one? We didn't say penis tassels. So. No, they, they didn't. That's in the other Damn, one. Damn, you drew us really be like that? <laughs> I thought the holder was sworn to celibacy. I guess it's been too much time hey, No, you know very little cycle. of our rituals then. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard the term sky clad? <laughs> Rich Rad, what's up? Welcome everybody from your stream. Good folk. How's it going? Uh, you came in at a hell of a time. So I was getting impatient. Where is the relic? Right. So, you need a relic. One relic from each of the four kingdoms. You've mentioned the highly metaphysically problematic fifth kingdom as well, of which we don't know a whole lot. That's actually more the province of mortals than of angels, despite the presence of Anglef in Arunval's dreams. But I digress. There's a wedding coming up. There's a fairy wedding coming up. Oh, we have invitations. Oh, shoot. Yes. There are going to be, at that wedding, 
many important fey. Fey lords and ladies and dominions of the courts. And they would possess relics from the other world that would help you bypass Cryus's defenses. The wedding is to uh. take place in the Fomor woods of the Holdra, Lysha's homeland. When you oh. get there, you will want to find your way into the good graces of one of the Ark Fey attending the wedding. You, there is nothing, nothing more petty than fairy politics. I am telling you that the sheer lengths that they will go to over a slight or a grudge or not liking the thing that you wore 10,000 years ago is outrageous. You are going to want to be extremely careful. Make your way into the great good graces of one of the Ark Fae and they will bestow upon you a relic that you can use to gain access to Cryos. Or it could drop you into um, the underworld. Don't try to steal from the Fae. The, the Fae sounds good. What do you know of the Fae? What gifts do they enjoy? Is there somewhere that we should go before attending this wedding in order to pick up mm. things with which to flatter, impress? Our dress, I mean, look at what I'm wearing. This is not fit for a wedding. Perhaps perhaps we should go to the city, to an inn, <laughs> to the tavern, to a tailor's. So it would perhaps already be wild. Perhaps to Alica's home people. And perhaps they can make us some fine clothes. We promised we'd bring her home. A river dwarf capital? I I don't know about you, but I don't think that's very a fitting attire for a... Excuse I me? Mean, it, the it crafty too short. of the river dwarves is unparalleled. Is it really? I, except for I, all I things that's true. Like, but it's quite nice. The greatest gift that we could give these fae is our absence. I have no, I have no intention of going at all. I, I do not want to do this. Why must we do this? You Can't dragged me, the... you dickhead. You dragged me to the court of stars, put me through intense <laughs> mental pain. <laughs> you dickhead. And, and, and what? So that you could figure out that you're, you are the bastard offspring of some angel. I didn't need to know that. I could tell that by looking at you. You sprout wings for the love of fucking God. It's so obvious. Listen, I sprout wings, you pull a snake out of your ass. Who is stranger? <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm not saying that you're particularly strange. I'm saying it was unnecessary to come here. It caused me a lot of mental trauma. And by God, you are coming with us to this bloody wedding if you have to act as my servant the entire time. Uh, you, we can keep you out of the radar if you're worried about that. You don't have to interact with any fae. Do Why are you afraid of the fae, Aaron? I just don't... I do, li, li, listen, oh, I was at Dotane's Rock. We went through this whole rigmarole with them. Almost got lost in time entirely. And frankly, I'm not all that excited about the guest list. So, I, you know, I think we could... I, I, <laughs> well, I, 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 I think Aaron, let me put it to you this way. Ignoring an invitation from the fae would probably cause you lifelong strife. You don't want mm. to do that either. Uh, do you happen to know who invited you, by the way? Um... Alika, uh, oh, not Alika, uh, Lysha still has her invitation, so mm. she'd pull it out to see if it was signed. Who, who is getting married? Uh, some, some, uh, some. The May King, the King, the May uh, uh, King, Erin, you cannot slight the May King. You see, we've, we've met them before, what? is what he's referring to. Soros knows who invited, but Soros needs to know who was getting married first. The May King to, who's to the May King? Ah. May so, Dear Tirith looks at this purple flower that was folded in the shape of an envelope and fuck. Um, 
What, 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 why, why is that your reaction? Okay. It, it says Lady Rowan requests the honor of my presence. Is that bad? Right. Uh, Lysha, Who's Lady Rowan? Lysha, roll a history or, yeah, history or nature check. Uh, nature it is. All right. Okay, um, you know that the Lady Rowan is a title used by an unseelie queen, uh, as already says in the invitation. She's the sister of Neve of the Golden Hair, who is a seelie queen. They're sort of like the, they're not good and evil, they are bright and beautiful and dark all and right, edgy. Alright, Dresden. Yeah. Well, look, we're all drawing from the same source materials here, alright? <laughs> we're all drawing from the same source materials. Uh, and besides, it's not summer and winter. All right, fair that's enough. What Dresden fair does. enough. The whole, there is a there is a winter queen and a summer queen, but they're Holdra, they're not Fae. So <clears throat> we're not going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So little backstory: you are from the Autumn Holdra. The Holdra have four different queens, but traditionally they all get along splendidly. And the reason that they get along is because long ago, the Holdra were just sort of doing their thing out in the forest way before human civilization rose up, and a bunch of fucking giants rode glaciers into their land and invaded them and attacked them. So the whole four Holdra danced on the mountain, on the shores. They ch basically chased the spirits of the valley around this mountain, uh, danced with them, flirted with them for four days. When they were done... They all became, they all were imbued with, each of them was imbued with the power of one of the seasons. And they all combined that to imbue a king, essentially with the power of a god. So the ruler, the true ruler of the Holdra, is a divine king who has power over the land itself. Who used that first off to just fuck over the giants who were attacking, and ever since there's been this divine god king of the Holdra with four queens under him. And then the bushfire came, bro. Exactly. It fucked everything <laughs> up. It was bad. And they released Hexus. It was awful. Um, oh, oh. Now that I've seen Avatar, I can make a fight. It was all fine until the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> yes! <laughs> One yes! of us. One of us. Beth has done good work. Wow. Uh, excellent. Wow. Wait, so oh, God. All right. So that's all backstory. That's all backstory. The hold only on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So that's... Thoras's invitation says that I will be a champion for one of the sisters. Yeah, if if you, you know, if you manage yes. to catch one of the ritual fighting. Hands. No, no, no. I Thoras is the champion. Yes, ritual fighting. So Thoras is to represent one of the sisters as a champion. Right. Uh, the Lady Rowan, Wamnak Korkrai, one of the queens, the sister of the queen who's getting married. These sisters caused a blood war between the Holdra. Erin mm. swears incredibly loudly and leaves the room. <laughs> that That is the situation. Sister, the, Neve of the golden hair, beautiful fairy maiden, all that, you know, lovely stuff. As soon as the Holdra had this god, divine god king, she seduced him and bewitched him and used him to fight her sister. Who just invited all of you to the wedding. Alright? Neve, golden hair, seduces, steals away Elven King. Uses Elven mm. King's godly powers to fight her sister, who is the one who invited you to the wedding. So they're they all on wonderful terms right now. 
Yeah, it's great. It's great. There was a blood mm-hmm. war. The autumn fay, the autumn holdra, were basically turned against all the others. And there was like a kinslaying and all this stuff. And now they are inviting you. She is inviting you to this wedding. There, this is. And my people are the ones who fought for her people in the past. It's all very hazy. I am inclined to say that your people fought for Neve of the Golden Hair before somebody, a great hero, Gesirgis, figured out what was going on, rescued the king, and everybody sort of made peace afterwards. To the Holja, it's a great tragedy that happened long ago. She says that she hopes my voice can be a balm of forgiveness and new beginning. Yes, but if she has invited us, do the married couple even know we're about to attend? I don't know. Hmm. An interesting political situation to wade into. But they're getting married in my homeland, so... Right. So you have an invite. Yes, of course. I forgot that if something happens in the woods nearby, <laughs> you automatically are invited. Well, Thoras has never been to a wedding. Thoras wants to go. Um, oh, we're meant to act as fun. a peaceful envoy. You Thoras. might be designed to act as a peaceful envoy. Thoras has been asked to be a champion. Champions rarely act in the means of diplomacy. Thoras is worried that uh, they are playing the game of sticks and stones. You know it? Yes, I know what you mean. What? You mean some political game, yes? Yes, yes, sticks and stones. Goliath, ancient Goliath term. Yes, uh, Goliaths really don't do well with words, so they have to use sticks and stones instead, presumably. I'm not sure if you're the sticks or the stones, Thoras, but I think you're probably onto something. Am I going to take Alika home to find out that her home has been destroyed by trees? Sorry, go on. So, uh, fun fact, the last time you saw your home, there was a gigantic curtain of fire Wall over fire. it. And fun fact, because I don't know if you'd be privy Did to the this. Did the Fae do that? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know that it was me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know no. if anyone knows. Aaron literally fucking... Yeah, Aaron is, is not in the room. <laughs> to get the relic... Out. To get the relic, we must go to the wedding. Well, we yes. must attend the, the Fae area. We don't necessarily have to attend, attend the, the wedding. wedding and... Alan, if you plan to steal from the Fae, you're dumber than I thought. I mean, he's already stolen from one of the elemental gods of creation. I don't know how much, you know... Mm. Yeah, but we don't know that. He told us he bartered or, like, got it was a gift or something like that. Right, right. It was on loan. It's on loan. Alone, that's what he said. <laughs> that's what he said. Thoros uh, would like to be taken somewhere. He, uh, Thoros must find a gift. Well, we we should attend a city near as possible to the Fey wedding. That mm-hmm. way we can make ourselves presentable, buy gifts perhaps, investigate what's been happening in the local area. We must do some level of politicking before we wander into this yes. quagmire of a wedding. Well, the nearest area to the Fey wedding would be my home, but I would still say we should visit Alaka first. Mm-hmm. Well, Alaka's mm-hmm. is... is... Can I pull up the map? Maybe we'll pull up the map. Little River Dwarf, why don't you just go by yourself? I, I mean, I could. I'm sure these you lovely do. people would send me. I was going to help you, but you know. I think we should let her help us if she still wishes. But if she also wishes to leave and not be part of this anymore, she has that right. That's true, Olika. You have the right to absolutely send the entirety of the world into <laughs> horrific nightmare fuel. Alan? I don't want Alan. to do that! 
I don't think uh, that would happen. So that's his confidence. I don't think it's ability. strictly on Olika's shoulders. Condemn the world to death, Olika, if no, you wish. No! No! <laughs> Olika, Alan is a terrible person. Don't listen to anything he says. So, the phone whore woods, um, I wonder if there's an easy way. I don't know if there's an easy way for me to pull this up for chat. I will pull it up at some point. Essentially, you are here, and the Foam Horror Woods are here, and Amon Karak, where our last adventure took place, is here, and then Alaka's homeland is here. It's a nice straight line right to it. It's on the way! Oh. You know, just thousands of miles along the way. I see. I, I thought it was closer than Amon Karak. Mm, um, no. Well, Alaka, what do you wish to do? Would you like to come to the Foam Horror Woods with us, or do you want to go home immediately? I do want to go to a lovely wedding. That sounds delightful. Well, then let's go to my homeland. Will there be cake? Oh, God. I, I suspect there'll be cake. Hooray! We'd have to ask Faye. Uh, you, you forget about your traumas quite easily, River Dwarf. It's well, impressive. Cake has that effect. <laughs> <laughs> She's also had several days of partying in heaven, which helps. Uh, uh. So the, the with the Fae, the Fae like irreplaceable things. They like unique things. And every Arc Fae's whims are different. It, it could be the last painting of a great artist before he went blind. That could be a priceless gift. It could be a a dress of pure gossamer sung by the singing sisters of Glasswebb Grotto. It could be a ray of light caught in the mountains of morning in the Sky Kingdom when it first rises over the the horizon. Uh, it could be your name. I'm sure they would love to take your name as a gift or your memories or your heart or something more intrinsic mm -hmm. like that, something truly irreplaceable. It's a very wide playing field and matching a gift to the person is very difficult. That said, uh, Golden Roots would be the largest nearby settlement. It's a Holdra settlement, although I think it's had some problems recently. Uh, but but the Holdra, they, they do have you know great artisans amongst them. How close is that to? This is Thoras's. Mm -hmm. So Thoras has the the feature of wanderer, which mm -hmm. means he has an excellent memory for maps and geography and things. Mm -hmm. Would would Thoras know roughly? where the site of the battle was, where the body of the giant and the rock fell to, and how close mm. that was to uh, where they need to go. Yes. Because Thoras uh, hasn't told anyone else, but internally, he's going to try and go to the bodies and find a gift there. Because he's not good with gifts, doesn't know money, mm -hmm. but he knows kills. And he killed a giant, <laughs> so maybe he can salvage something from the splattered mess. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just some giant beard hairs that he can braid into <laughs> the person, you know? Right. Uh, that would be north of the Foamhor Woods, in the lands of Versinget. Uh, probably one, two, three. Fuck. So you had paid off your debt, and you were flying east. Alright, it would be several hundred miles away from the Foamhor Woods. The wedding isn't for a month, so as long as you're willing to trudge your way through Versinget for a while, uh, it would work. Thoras is willing to do that. Or if you've got any... Has anyone got magic that can transport you over long distances yet? Hi. What do you got? But it's just me. I oh, can okay. tree stride. Mm. Mm. Through the woods. Mm -hmm. I don't got anything teleportation-wise uh... yet. 
Um, I actually, wait, oh, wait, if I prepare it, do I have wind walk yet? I think that's sixth level. Survey says! Hang on. Six, yes. It's sixth level, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dagnabbit. So no, not yet. Soros is currently planning on going off to him by himself to the location of these bodies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And then he will walk to the, the woods. In time While for we're wedding. here, and uh, you were so kind as to weave something out of the stars for me, this gorgeous gift. Um, you are very good at gift giving, I've noticed, and I'm, I'm wondering, since our quest is so important and having the Fae on our side would be useful, is it possible to catch a star in a jar? Okay, uh, I'm not going to take this personally. No, you know what? That wouldn't be fair because I wove some like little stardust into your thing. Okay, this is more of a confusion on your part. This isn't an offense. My mistake. Those aren't like actual stars because stars are like he points at Omglef, who's standing there oh, just being. Oh no! A I'm so terribly no, 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 sorry. No, to- it t- totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I get what you're saying. Uh, we might be able to work something out with that. Thank you. Um, I, I greatly gift? consider what is possible. Whose gift? Who would this gift be for? You got three Arcfey in play. You've got the Lady Rowan, you've got Neve of the Golden Hair, and you've got Nguyen, the man with roots for boots, Prince of the Whitethorn Tree, the Lord of May. He's sort of a wild card. Is, is the Lord of May the same as the May King? Yes. Okay. Yes. He's got so many titles, you know, it's hard to keep them all straight and they keep making sure. up new ones. Which which one values strength? Hmm. They all find strength useful. But do they value it? Yes. What do you have in mind for us? Hmm. Well, the head of the giant that I killed. Be a lot to truck that far. But... Thoras can do it. Very long legs. <laughs> I, I I think it is it is a mighty deed. Dedicating it might strike. You know, if you dedicate that great deed to one of them, I think that they would take it rather well. I think that would be mm-hmm. a good gift from you. And you've got Lysha. You have a robe of stars. Having some starlight or some stardust or something for them. Just. You never know what they're going to use it for. We'll have to pick very carefully. That seems that seems apt from you. Is Aaron still out of the room? Did he come back, or is he, or is he like off drinking or oh. throwing his hands up? In this sounds like a bad idea. Like, in this. If he's back in the room, he, he he may be within earshot, but he's probably drinking pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to want to each of you bring something. The fairies do not take well to slights. Really? Yeah. My, my presence is a. Li- well, I have no. I, I'm not. I don't know anything about this. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm not saying you should take it personally. This is just the way that you know. That's just the way that they run things over there. Man, what do I? I'm not condoning it. I'm a fairy. I mean. I guess <gasps> I, I, what if we gave them the snake? 
That that is a terrible don't, don't, idea. No, don't give them. Do not. Do give not. the Faye an infernal <laughs> that knows everything. The, oh my god! Do not give them the snake. I have no intention of it. No intention of it. You can trust me with the with this infernal. Good lord, Lysha, Don't say that kind of stuff out loud. You give me a heart attack. Cataclysm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So, Thoros can just dedicate the deed, does not bring me to body part? Um. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, there, it's very much that, that courtly, you know. But how will they know? You have to do it in front of them. Oh, the Fae know. But how, how will they know unless I show them the, the head or the... Omglef speaks up, I witnessed it. So your gift to them is something that you did once before that before you even really knew who you were dedicating this gift to that it was a deed that you achieved in the past that has some significance that deed carries power with it a gift of that power an echo of that power will still mean something plus it's like when you're in the fighting pits and you see a hot chick up in the stands and you get you point at her then you kick the guy's ass it's not as nice as if you'd done it immediately but it was a storm giant hmm. so, so 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 will, will Thoros be uh hmm. will will Thoros get into trouble how yes you're going well, to get into trouble at some point somehow so but thoros <laughs> is thoros has taken the last name giants pain because thoros let's be real is fucking up giants um <laughs> and thoros's axe is named Habrion. if i dedicate the deed will it uh mm. will it affect that no the title though you give up the giants bane Give that part of your name. It won't give any power over you. And you'll just have to kill another one. That would be... You see? You feel that feeling you felt when I said that? That makes it a good <sighs> gift. The Thoros can't... Thoros likes Giant's Bane. It's got a ring to it. It's a Giant's Bane. <laughs> But Alan, Aaron, any thoughts? We can we can place you in the Holdra Woods to find something there. There are many wonders and many skilled craftsfolk there. They could, yes. also, idea. They could also use uh, some help. I think I need to. Did she promise to write the them area. a song? Me? No, that was in. Uh, Maybe I'm remembering another campaign. campaign. <laughs> <laughs> An echo of a distant world, another time, yeah. another reality. Hmm. Thoros will go to the bathroom, he says to everybody. <laughs> so let it be written, one, so let it be done. <laughs> um, or uh, perhaps you could seek out a ring of spell storing and put some of your convincing powers in it. Ah, yes, thank you, Lysha. You are most helpful. <laughs> no, I think... If I were capable of hate, I might hate you. <laughs> I think the woods will provide some kind of answer. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. uh, are these the woods are the the master, yes. by paradoxes at all? Riddles? Tricks of the mind? Hmm. They delight in them. Making one a gift would take some certain logical... But, but they, they do... You know, they can take things that aren't actually things. So yeah. a, a paradox of sufficient 
complexity might might delight them. That's the sort of thing that Nguyen, the King of May, is all about. He likes that stuff. Which of them seeks dominance over others? Knowledge of names, hearts? Oh, any of them. But the sisters mm. in particular. The sisters are always looking for an edge up on each other. Nguyen is uh, mercurial. He changes with the year. Which of the sisters is of light again? Neve of the golden hair, the one who caused a gigantic kinslaying. That's the one of lights. Oh. Because I was going to say it would make most sense to give her a gift of light and star because she could I'm illuminate sure. the darkness. But, um... I mean, yeah. Perhaps. Yes. The, the whole light-darkness thing amongst the Fae, it's a completely different philosophical business. She would value a gift like that because it would give her power and protection over her sister. Well, just out Does of her pure... sister know we're coming? Her sister invited you. Neve is the one getting married. L the lady oh. is her sister who invited you. Oh. Out of pure curiosity, what would an escort or a herald be required to do at a fey marriage? Uh, For a friend. Right. Um... Uh, pronounce everybody, make them look really good, you know, have some fancy pronunciations for them, uh, mm. dress really smartly, accompany them around, mm. all sorts of etiquette and, and gifts and such. Mm. Or not, not physical gifts, but, you know. Interesting. A supreme vouch. <laughs> well, I, I think that I will... Uh... Explore the woods a little. I have mm -hmm. some, I have some scouting to do, some information to gather before I can yes. commit to this wedding. Erin, are you also searching for a gift? Yes, I have some leads. Uh, you have some leads. The... <laughs> I have some, I have some threads of possibility that I may pursue. Ah, uh, in the woods. Well, I mean, eventually I can come to the woods. Certainly. I have some brief business here before I go. Oh, very well. And, and Thoras, are you amicable to being dropped off in uh, Fomhar Woods? Thoras has his own goals. Where are you going? I will meet you at the wedding. Oh, where are you going? I may wish to accompany to you, Thoras. So Thoras to know and you to find out. Oh, you you wouldn't appreciate my company? We've got along with each other so far. No one appreciates your company, Alan. No, Thank Alan. You. I'm just kidding. Of course I appreciate your company. Mm, Alan, you are like a little sconniving turtle snake because of how your head looks. I, <laughs> you, I don't... I, Thoras is... Uh, I know a good recipe for turtle snakes, too. Do you really, Olika? Well, perhaps I should make it my responsibility to drop off Olika before we... Olika uh, wants to come to the time. wedding. Are we, are we doing Tales from Bossing Say? Are we doing that? Is that what we're doing? Are we, Is are this we, the time skip? Are we doing the, so, the solo gonna... episode? The, either the time skip or the, you know, the solo Is... montage episode? Is that I what... think it might be the solo Does the party want into the, into the I, time I'm... skip. I think it's only Thoras that's going a different way, right? Oh, the really? Is, uh, down to go to the, yeah. the yes. woods with the other elves. Mm. Alaka, we can find you a gift in the woods as well. Oh, lovely. Though you can speak with rivers, possibly. You could just speak with a river for them. That thought. So, what... Stepping out from behind the screen for a moment. 
Um, if the party wanted to split up and do mini sods, either next episode, like you take fifteen, you take you know thirty minutes, you take thirty minutes, whatever, and do that or whatever, we can make that happen. That's that is workable. It sort of depends. So if we want to split the party, that's okay. If we do decide to split the party, what I would probably do is end it like after everyone drops off, of course, with a small cliffhanger tease to you know, until next time. Uh, and then we would, I would take a little time to schedule out or figure out whatever people are doing on their side mission. But if people want to do that, I'm here for it. It's up to Thoras, I think. Thoras. Aaron, are you With muted? The... Mitch, are you no, muted? No, I'm not muted. No. All right. All right. Um, All right. Thoras's plan is he doesn't want to give up his, his title. Uh, <laughs> it means too much to him. It was, it's his. It's his first, uh, or not his first major kill, because I guess it, the importance of it depends on what you've killed before. But it's the it's the most recent one, mm-hmm. and it's the most it's, iconic. Uh, it's the most, yeah, it's the most important in his recent mm-hmm. memory. Uh, so instead, he figures, well, before he, uh, while he was hanging from that harness, he did witness the rock falling down, mm-hmm. and a fall like that wouldn't kill the rock; it would only wound it. And it's probably terrorizing Versinget right now. So what better <laughs> gift to give to the Fae than to hunt down the rock that's wounded, track it down, mm-hmm. hunt it, and bring its beak as a prize for the Fae. What better gift to give than kill a wounded animal? <laughs> yeah, that's terrorizing the people of Versinget because it was dropped on their doorstep. I don't think they care about the terrorizing people, but fair. Yeah. So that's that's Thoros's plan right now. And he, he has minimal attachments to the party already, just on the basis that gods keep telling him to stick with them, and he's just like, well, just fuck off and let Thoras do his thing. <laughs> but uh, he's he does want to attend this wedding, and he does not want to give up the title. Mm-hmm. So that's his plan. Or you could come to the woods with us and find another gift. How far away from the woods would the rock have fallen? Well, I would do. Let me see. I got to figure out. Let me see if I can pull this. Presumably, the same distance as the giant, right? Yes. Would I I be able to track the rock? (laughs) Makes me sound like I'm stalking Dwayne the Rock Johnson. (laughs) Wait, I can smell what the rock (laughs) is cooking. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right, let me let me let me link you. Let me link you this. Because basically, it's hundreds of miles. Oh, um, Jesus. Yeah. So, Ziva's lair would have been here. And you went there, and then you flew east for, like, a day or so. Which would have taken you way the hell to near the edge of this map. Because every hex is 12 miles. So, that would have been mm. in the near the upper right-hand corner, sort of between the two. I'm, I'm pulling it up on screen on stream. Uh, between the two mountain ranges. And if every hex is 12 miles, and these are the Foamhor Woods, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 8, 9, 10, uh, 500 miles? Well, so 20 days, very brisk hiking. And again, you know, the wedding isn't for a month, so you do have time. Thoras has a proposal. Mm -hmm. Yes, Thoras? Thoras proposes that we kill the rock that Alan failed to kill. Ah, no. I killed the rock. We're going to my homeland, and we're going to bring Alaka home afterwards. 
But Thoros needs a gift, and Thoros cannot think of anything other than slaying a giant. Thoros, there are many scary beasts in the woods that I come from. Oh. Thoros, and they're on fire, the so I'm going. <laughs> At this point, I think that Aaron is along for the ride. He's really dragging his feet about this wedding, right? Mm -hmm. So anything that sort of distracts him from from it <laughs> is, is kind of fine. And, you know, if he gets lost, falls down a pit, gets killed by <laughs> I don't know a sovereign before he gets there, then that might that might be okay. He, he knows, whatever it takes. I think he knows um, mm -hmm. with a somber realization exactly what his gift is going to be. Mm -hmm. um, so he doesn't need to sort of. He's not too worried about that. He's sort of decided on it. But um, yeah, he just doesn't he, really want to. He's hoping that maybe he can lead the party uh, away from the wedding uh, while. Lysha, I go on. Thoras will accompany you all, but it is not Thoras's fault if the Rock is killing people in Versinger. Oh, I can assure you, I would never blame you for such a thing. I but might. we have much larger the rock is loose. birds to fry. And he's, the rock is loose, and he's doing all sorts. Listen, I have I'm... been charged with being an emissary for my people to an ancient power that has tried to destroy us multiple times. I am much more concerned with the safety of my people right now. We, we can do both. It, it is feasible to do both. Listen, I would rather I'm... end in Fomgar, Fomhar Woods, but Willing to travel the verse. I'm a little concerned lately about all my these homeland tales is on fire. I am of, not, so I all will. All these spend. tales of heroism and daring do that Thoras has conjured, somewhat like your snake, produced it from some darkened crevice, and then he speaks of them as if you know that we were all there to witness these things. I what? posit that were we to leave Thoras to his own devices, he would simply go and you know fondle a maiden, you know, in a, in a tavern, and then come back and say that he'd. He'd kill the horde of creatures. I would like Aaron, to witness I think this. you're projecting. Thoras <laughs> would bring back the beak. I believe you, Thoras. I cannot go anywhere but my homeland right now, based on what I've seen and the knowledge I have. So I do not begrudge you your need to follow any journey you see fit, but this is the path I must take. Who knows? Like, maybe we, we, we start this journey and... A shadowlon turns up, and we have to go somewhere else. You know that is that is what questing, adventuring is of, all about. You know, sometimes ah. it's not about where you end up at all. In fact, sometimes you shouldn't end up where you think you should end up. And I have no idea what the point of what you're saying. I'm just, I'm uh, just saying. I, we, I'm lost. If, if, I'm if, lost. <laughs> if you if you want to split the party, we can do that. That's not the. Uh, I know that you know. There's an old meme. Don't split the party. We can do that. If some people's characters are dead set on going one place and some are dead set on going the other, we can do a quick split episode. And next, you know, next next uh, week, be right also, back on track. Also, like I don't know about you guys, but I wouldn't feel bad if it was like you know going in between the two storylines, as if it's a book where each mm -hmm. chapter is you know focused on a different yeah. character. Like that wouldn't bother me. I'd still sift for that. I don't for the the ease of access or the. Uh an easy story to follow probably best to stick together then you will come with us Thoras Thoras is moved by Lysha's perceived importance <laughs> of her mission Thoras will attend Thoras I cannot thank you enough and my people will greatly admire and revere your strength and we're not working as firefighters biceps. by the way Lysha we're not going to put out some phony fire we have more important things to do the rest of us I assure you it's not phony, and um, 
I have not asked for your assistance in that regard. I simply must go. Very well. I mean, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't seen this place before. You know, maybe we get lost in these woods and never make it to the wedding. These all seem... You know, <laughs> oh, Aaron, highly... uh, perhaps if I told you many of the women in my tribe go skyclad, you would be more interested all in right, attending. So you have to go. <laughs> All right. it's our destiny i believe we are sent to do this i just spoke to my angel guide you know that guy that you know woke us up yeah he said we had to go so I'm just looks over at you goes back to what he was doing <laughs> my, my angel guy he has, well, a, he has a he has a nose for these things you know what does a barbarian wear to a wedding it's a fairy wedding there's a lot of there's a lot of options you know what, Thoris? Can weave flowers into your loincloth. You could dress up in the carcass of a slain drake. That would be quite the, the sight, don't you think? Perhaps mm. we could put bells on you as well. Just mm. so people know you're coming so you don't frighten them. Maybe onto something, Aaron. I hmm. should also mention that we'll need to carefully speak to my people to invite you into the woods. They're not very welcoming of outsiders. Oh, they'll, oh Jesus. They'll, they'll, love, they'll love me. Um... Particularly you, Alan. Why me? Well, you're a hundred percent human. Fun fact. I don't know that he is. Are you? Aren't you half elf? I'm half elf. Yeah. Oh. Are you? Are you half Alfar, the Dawn Elves, or half Holdra, the Wood Elves? Um, I believe that I was mechanically. There's no difference at this point, so it's more of a backstory thing. Yeah, I think it was not the Wood Elves. All right. It was the High Elf yeah. people. Yes. But uh, we don't know that. Then I, I mean, all I, I know is you have pointy ears and tell, I take back right? what I just said. Yeah. But, you could have more of the human features than you would the Elf. Yeah, features. it's it's up to yeah. you how Elven you look and how hard it is to Do tell. Do you have round or pointy ears? <laughs> uh, round. I'm as human as I can. Well, I'm yeah, as far as I'm aware, other people just think that I'm human, but I don't know whether you as an elf would be able to detect that I'm yeah, a half-elf. Are you concealing the fact that you're a half-elf, or are you just sort of living your life, Alan? Uh, I, I'm acting as if I'm human, but I mean right. the facial features, you know? Right. I'd probably do, like, a perception check. Okay. Um... <laughs> this is, like, the first After, like, roll we've actually made this weeks. entire game. <laughs> Nineteen. All right. Yeah, you think you might. You think you think after traveling with him for so long, uh, you have some thoughts about his heritage. You might be all right, but I would be concerned. Still, mm. I think we'll be okay if none of us are a hundred percent human. Aaron, just show them your wings. Or something. Listen, I'll show them the wings. They show me the skyclad nonsense they're talking about, and we're happy. We're good. Oh, we you have won't have deal. to ask for that. That's just our way. I, why are we not already there? <laughs> you know any eagles? Do I know any eagles? Yeah. I don't know. We, we, I mean, we need to get there. We need, oh, wait. No, they can just teleport us there. Yeah. So, so is like, yes, that, that is the thing we're going to Aaron do. Aaron is frantically stuffing his supplies back into his backpack. <laughs> Thoras wishes to get clothing before we leave. Thoras is not dressed for a wedding. All right. We can make something happen. Uh, there will be some clothing. You mm -hmm. realize that the elves are able to construct clothing. But not space clothing. True. Is that uh, right? Yes, <laughs> just because we choose to go sky-clad much of the time does not mean we do not have clothing for when we venture out into the world. Yeah, we, we, can, we can hook you up with a fancy suit. So us, 
is going to, on his, the first opportunity he gets, is going to go straight to whatever is perceived as a tailor mm-hmm. and say, make Thoras pretty for wedding. All right. It's a cloud of fireflies that fly around you spinning, you know, threads of otherworldly silk so that it fits incredibly nicely. It doesn't chafe when you move. Uh, wow. you, you have a set of noble clothes now in your inventory. Oh, you clean up nicely. Yeah. Um, Aaron would probably want to request, um, a, some ceremonial armor or at least ceremonial fittings for his current armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you've got the Sky Steel Terranimbus armor that's been refitted for you. That's already pretty fancy. We can throw some epaulets and stuff on it, you know, gussy it up a little, maybe a half cape. Yep, he'd be happy with that. All right. Nothing functional, nothing would impact how it yeah, operates. Yeah, 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 yeah. All, all form, no function. Easy. I get Bernie 2020 on the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead and add a set of noble clothes to your inventory. Alan is just going to rely on his disguise spells Mm -hmm. to be able to conceal what he's actually wearing and appear as if he's wearing noble clothes when he gets to the wedding. Perfect, you'll fit right in. Lysha thinks her robe is enough. I mean, you know, you're the local. And also, she's representing her people and she just said they're all skyclad, so she might go skyclad with a robe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Does... Anybody have anything else they wish to attend to before you descend to the world below? Um, are there any are, are there any beasts or trees? Is there anything that would be recognized as living in the Court of Stars yes. other than the sentient life? Yes. What what kind of stuff? Oh. <laughs> Trees of glass with, you know, branches that catch light and reflect it for seven days afterwards. Um, a bunch of fireflies that may or may not be sentient. Uh, grass that, you know, sort of rings like bells when you walk on it. You know. Okay. Fancy stuff. Um, all right. Okay. That will, will be fine then. Um, I'm not gonna, not gonna fuck with the quarter stars too much. I know, Alan. I know mm-hmm. what would be in line with you and your gift giving. Mm-hmm. Just promise them you're a firstborn child because you won't care about it. Hmm. Thank but you, Perhaps Who the hell's going to have a child with him? That's <laughs> precisely my point. I, they, uh, these are fairies. They do take that. They take those. Well, perhaps yep. I shall give them your name, Lysha. That would be a something that gift. isn't yours. That uh, is how the logic I, checks out, actually. I, I can give the knowledge of your your name. So the thing about like. mortals is that a mortal's name is only valuable if they give it up. Mm. It's not like a sovereign or an infernal or anything like that. Because they mortals are these self-realized beings instead of the incarnations of cosmic concepts. So it doesn't quite work the same. I see. Now, I mean, could kill you, inhabit your shadow, and then give them your name. Yes, you could. That I checks know. out. That sounds like you. You could try. Inhabit your shadow. What's right? What did you just say? Inhabit your shadow? Uh, something I picked up along the way. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Sounds I don't ominous. think he likes me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I'm beginning to pick up on that. Time, friends, hearken to me. Thee unto me. There's no time to be wasting. The world, the world could literally end if we don't seek out these relics. 
everything is at stake. Every single, every moment, every, think of all the people that we've crossed paths with, the villages, you know, the trees, the mountains. This is all at stake if we don't get the fuck out of the quarter stars right now and go there. Well then, let's find some sky-clad booty. (laughs) (laughs) I think you see to the heart of the matter, Alan. Soros needs a gift. (laughs) We can find you a gift, I assure you. You have a month until the wedding. And there are, there are beasts oh, and monsters yeah. and dragons that dwell within the forests. All right, so there's anything you could want to find in the forest except for clothes. I guarantee you'll find a gift. <laughs> there are clothes. Let us go to the forest. All right. Burn the clothes. Oh, no, that's not funny. My homeland is already burning. Oh, sorry. It was a figure of speech, if you will. How much time does everybody have? Uh, how much later do you want to go tonight? Because um, I, I I would say well, we have we have time to gather our things. I suppose we all presumably carry you know like um stuff. yeah. I can go till about ten probably, but I'd want to be done before oh, around then if, if okay. possible. Yeah, sorry, I meant out of character. It's a question of oh, are we looking okay. at like twenty minutes, wrap it up, or go for an hour? I mean, what say thirty? Right, we have till ten. Yep. All right. But I need a quick ten one. Please, now's a good time. Now's a good time. I uh, I ordered food at the start of this campaign. Uh, not at the start of the campaign, but at the, <laughs> well, technically, I guess the start of this campaign because it's Act 4. But fair, fair. Anyway, uh, I, I ordered it at the start of the stream, and it's still not here. Hmm. And it was a $8 burrito from Chipotle. Oh, hmm. my God. And it, it's just been perpetually wrapping up, whatever that means. Do they, they have like five tortillas on that motherfucker? Just you know, Dude, I don't know. But it's it's now it's been almost two hours and it's just stuck. What do I do? You eat enough Chipotle, that'll happen. Uh, have you have you called them or can you call them? I sent a message and they just haven't responded. Feels bad. Yeah, I don't know. Chat had a question about uh, the the calendar. Um, they're, we're working on like an actual year by year months and stuff calendar. That's a work in progress. I posted a link to the timeline. We are currently in the year 7344 from basically the creation of everything. So that's on there. I'm going to create an army of animals. (laughs) That's what you're going to do in the month. Mm Mm-hmm. I have, uh, six of these agates. Mm-hmm. With which I can create over the course of the month six animal or tree followers. Just imagine you show up with your posse, you strike, like you play a chord on your lute, and then all these six trees all diddling, 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 join in. <laughs> yep, and they are. What is the strongest inanimate object you could imbue with life? I'm I'm not really sure. I mean, like a uh, probably a tree or something. It says your your uh. It says your GM. I don't know why it says GM rather than DM. Is GM just game master? Yeah, it's for generic systems. Right. Uh, chooses statistics appropriate for the awakened plant or beast. <laughs> mm-hmm. So huge or smaller. Yeah. So huge is like plant. a huge is a big tree, right? Right. Well, I mean, any tree is probably just going to use the awakened tree stats, which mm. I I can actually. Uh... How big is huge? 
I mean, what animals are huge? All right. Is a uh, bear huge? No, I think large, a bear is medium or large. So let me give you like a quick example. Uh, if you're looking at the battle map, you are all medium. Mm. Uh, Aaron Vol is now large. Mm. My large? Thoras is now large? huge. Uh, just by way of demonstration. Oh shit! So is the rock huge? The rock might have been bigger than huge. It was gargantuan, wasn't it? It, it might was have like been Charybdis from that time I got reincarnated as a slime. It's gar- yeah. gargantuan. It's gargantuan. Oh, let's just slap a rock on here real fast. Give me a sec. All right, buddy. What are we looking this at here? Why, this is why Thoras wanted to fight it. <laughs> oh, there there are boss monsters in the Elven Woods. Trust me. You guys want to fight a dragon? We can fight a dragon. That okay. very doable. There there are big, bad, scary things out here. Is that the actual size of a rock? Um, Told you, Thoras. There are things it, bigger than the rock. Is it huge or is it gargantuan? It's gargantuan. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. I also don't think it's a beast. It's, I think it's a, technically a monstrosity. Oh. Uh, so I let mean, me... The giant was literally riding it into battle. Yes. Yeah. So this is an yeah, awakened pretty tree. Rock as a pet. So an awakened tree is huge. Right. This is it right here. Oh my god. Yeah. Holy balls. And I can actually give me a sec. I'll just sort this out. And right before we act, we continue, I can put it in your journal so you can see its stats. Give me a sec. There we go. All right, riddle me this. I actually had a scene where someone was going to ask you in your dream sequence, and I forgot about it. Is it one? Do you want it to be one L or two L's? Me? Yes. Alan? Yes. Yeah, two L's. Okay, great. Good. Then I'm, I'm not getting that wrong. Excellent. It's wrong in rule 20, then. It is wrong is in rule 20, but I didn't set that one up. <laughs> that one's not my fault. Oh, yeah, that was, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I can sort by beasts. Beast. I'm just looking up like a, 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 a like an elephant is considered a huge beast, mm-hmm. and a giant ape, a giant snake, a giant elk, like lions and tigers and yeah, shit. Yeah. So they're, for context, when large. I turn into a giant wolf spider with the word giant in the name, I'm only like five feet big. Well, I mean that's a big fucking spider. It's all relative. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. Dude, gargantuan's massive, man. Yeah, it's the. I think there might be a colossal size still in the game, but gargantuan is. Generally speaking, you're having a bad time. Like, huge is is problems enough. What the... Okay. A Tyrannosaurus Rex is considered a huge beast. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, Gargantuan is... Well, Gargantuan. You can find a T-Rex. You're not going to find them in the Holdra Woods, but they're out there. Yeah. T-Rexes are in this universe. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're in the they're in the dungeon they're in the monster manual. They're out there somewhere. Excellent. Like you guys have mostly been hanging out in, you know, ye old fantasy Europe, which is the Northern Kingdoms. <laughs> and Mon Karak is sort of a tableau of of the Mediterranean plus some like Mongolian steppe lands mixed around in there. Uh but you know, there's all sorts of different places all over the world that are way outside the parameter of our current adventure. Including including prehistoric, apparently. Uh, you know, they're only prehistoric because a meteor killed them. Didn't happen. Never happened. <laughs> the world's the earth is only five thousand years old, don't you know? Silent City. 
Those those fossils were placed there by Satan to confuse us. Um, no. <laughs> what you're saying is dragons are dinosaurs. Carbon dating is all in your head. <laughs> all right. Where would you like... You know your homeland. Um, Dear Tarith can drop you on the world below, right in the middle of Golden Roots, the temple where you studied and were raised um, for years and years, or he can put you somewhere else in the territory. Where would you like to go? Lysha doesn't want to bring these people directly into the temple without her people's permission, so she mm -hmm. would like to be just outside of it. Okay. Very well. Uh, I should warn you, they did have a gigantic fire. Supernatural probably tied into all this wild magic going on. That was real? Yes. That was real. It just stopped. Oddly enough. Uh, oh. Yeah. But it was a rather a large event, so, you know, they might need some help. Of course. Of course. All right. Um... Go with the so, like, maybe the town square or something, like, where mm -hmm. it wouldn't be in a building, but she's already brought them in. Okay. Well, then go with the blessings of the Celestial Court. Ooh, you all get a blessed spell um, for, for the next day. Oh, we, is that a condition, or...? I don't think it's a condition, unfortunately. Essentially, on attack rolls and saving throws, you can add 1d4 to your rolls. The, no, blessing, no. the blessing of the Court of Stars. Um, and a light washes over all of you, and that strange feeling of 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 adrenaline and excitement and peace all mingled into one fades. As for the first time in at least a week, you are standing once again upon the mortal world, gone from the court of stars, gone from the clouds of the sky kingdom, and now you stand in the foamhor woods of autumn where the holder dwell and you can barely see great clouds of ash surround you the air is bitter you can see smoke rising from the ground the twisted destroyed remnants of trees are at your back and up ahead they have been rendered unto ash burned so thoroughly that not even their twisted roots remain you are in a charred wasteland, and the ground beneath your feet is still hot. Oh, shit. Yeah. No! And it's like this as far as you can see. Lysha would just start yelling the names of people she knew. Mm -hmm. Does she see anyone around, or is this just like a desolate... No, you don't see nothing. anyone around. The town square, uh, most of the Holdra dwellings, some of it is stone, but a lot of it is, you know, Teldrassel-style living trees and stuff. Mm -hmm. Burnt, toasted, gone, cracked. The stones themselves cracked from the heat. I think we picked the wrong place to go, Lysha. This does not look like a town. Lysha is ignoring you and just running from, like, what would have been a house to what would have been a house looking mm. for the people she knew. I find that... Wait. Thoras finds that in times like this, comedy is necessary. I'm worried about my suit. Thoras <laughs> is worried about his wedding suit. There's Ash. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, 
laugh with me. Tears <laughs> <laughs> are beginning to stream down Lysha's face, cutting through like ash that's settling on her mm. skin. Aaron is just sweating like crazy in his armor. He's had to, had to rip his helmet off. And he's mm-hmm. like, he's panting right now. Yeah. Sees Lysha freaking out. Uh, Alan, Would Thoros um, be able to uh, track any footsteps? Sorry, sorry, Aaron, go ahead. No, you're fine, you're fine. Uh, we're going to... Yeah, you can roll survival to track through the footsteps and see if you can find any. Alan, what are you doing now that you've landed here? Alika's just sort of staring around at the destruction. Um, th- You said that we were on the edge of it, right? Uh, yeah, in the town roll. square of what was once a great living forest of a city. Uh, and... Can we see any areas that aren't burnt to shit no it's just everywhere around us completely desolate burned Um, yeah so when we were playing when you were playing that campaign and uh ash rolled a wall of fire appears through your home it was interpreted as your home meaning this thing was fucking enormous uh meaning the whole forest was my home yeah right um Alan, roll perception check. And did we get this? I think we got that survival. Let me go take a look at that. Oh, my God. We both rolled a two. <laughs> oh, there's so much ash everywhere. You're coughing in the smoke, you know? It was burning for days on end, and the fire just abruptly went out, and there's no fuel left. But, like, that heat sticks around. It's difficult to make anything out. So, I'm going to dig through the ash a little bit to try and get down to what was underneath it. Okay. As she... um runs from place to place and begins to, like, gather herself and mm-hmm. figure out what she should do next. It's going to kind of drop to her knees and in the ash begin to just kind of drawing the circle she would use for a divination spell mm-hmm. um, and pulling some, you know, remaining little seeds out of her pocket and stuff and trying to, okay. like, gather them around the circle and things. Um, and uh, just a reminder, the next reach. divination spell I had had a chance of failure mm-hmm. because of I forget why. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember that was a thing, so... I'm going to cast Divination. Hmm. Are you using a spell slot to... or a ritual? Uh, oh, I can do it as a... I think I only have a spell slot. Okay. Because um, has the ritual I, I mean, tag. it is... It does have a ritual tag. So do I have to use a spell slot or can I do it as a ritual? Like, uh, I don't have to use a spell slot if I do it as a ritual? Right. You don't. But you do have ah. to spend 25 gold worth of components. Dope. Well, um, all I have are amethysts, so I'm going to put 100 gold worth of components into it and use a whole amethyst. Okay. Because she wants to know where the fuck her people are. All right. Um, so with an amethyst that pulled from her pocket set in the center kind mm-hmm. of thing to try and help as um, she grasps her foci around her neck. and. Mm-hmm. Um, nope, sorry, that's Faden who wears it around her neck. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she, um, yeah, she would, uh, All right. do a divination ritual then without burning a spell slot, um, to try and ask, uh, if any of her people have survived it's and take, where they could be found. It's going to take 10 minutes. What are the rest of you doing during that time? Um, Aaron is looking around for remains. What, humanoid remains, trying mm-hmm. to like piece together a little bit more what happened here outside mm-hmm. the obvious. Uh, also, um, yeah, I think maybe I, I, I mean, he's going to just try and see, you know, if there's any end to this wasteland, if he can mm-hmm. see anything in the distance or try and orient themselves a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah. There are not necessarily survival, just yeah. There's some things you could climb, like farther away from the epicenter, there are some. 
ashed out hulks and husks you could try to climb. Might be a little dangerous. But if you give me an athletics check followed by a perception check, you can scan around and see if you can find anything. Yeah, I think that would probably what Elrond would do. All right, roll athletics. And then roll perception. perception. Fuck. <laughs> nice. Don't worry about perception. Uh, it, it crumbles beneath you. Mm. You fall just as you're reaching up near the top. And you take seven points of damage. Very cool. Thoras, uh, are you doing anything? Uh, well, he's he tried to find footprints but couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just seen Aaron try and climb a... A tree, right? A burnt out husk and fall. It was so like the tree that was here before was massive. It had a trunk diameter of at least fifty feet. And parts of the like the outer stump, charred stump were left over. He tried to climb that and it crumbled as he climbed it. Well, Thoros finds that funny and uh, also a challenge at the same time, so Thoros <laughs> will try and climb uh something quite similar to it to okay. succeed where he didn't. Yeah, Aaron's nope. just going to roll around, have great difficulty getting up because the ground is uh, has a little I bit mean, less. I, I, rolled another, I rolled another two. Uh, roll 1d4 for the blessing of the celestial court. Uh, nice. 14. All right, you get up to a decent height, you know, kind of judging what parts are safe and what parts aren't. It's easy to get handholds. You just punch and it crumbles. Roll a perception check from this height. Alan, you'll have a shot to do things if you want next, and then it'll go mm. to Lysha. Perception. Wow. Roll 1d4 for the wow. blessing of the celestial court. How long does it last? Uh, all day. Wait, I can just keep using it? Yeah. Oh. Party in we get one OP day, dude. We need to go find okay. something now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 11. Um, Alan, roll a 1d4 because you did perception earlier and we didn't give you the blessing of the celestial court, so go ahead and give it a give it a shot. <laughs> Does that work if he... 13. Oh, never mind. It was Aaron who crit failed. Ignore me. Yeah. Yeah, so I got a 13 perception. Okay. I'm there on my ass. does appear to be a clearing further up ahead, sort of at the heart of this... The two of you, I'm just going to give you information, and it's sort of between your two efforts, one from the ground, one from up above. It looks like there's a ground zero through the middle of this, just a swath that you can see. Like, if you step out into that area, you can see, aside from the clouds of smoke, there's nothing. It's just leveled. Um, It's probably 50 to 100 feet wide. And it goes as far as you can see in either direction. And the damage is the worst there. It's just ashes, dusted, disintegrated. But, and nearby it, in both directions, it's incredibly intense heat mm. in both directions. Uh, there's So there's definitely like an epicenter to this. However, uh, in that epicenter, there is a clearing, just like right in the middle of this just dusted wasteland. There are a number of burned out trees that appear to have held some of their integrity of some sort and there's a ring of standing stones in the middle of that grove I'm going to make my way over to the ring of standing stones whilst kind of kicking at the ash and I'm going to tell Olika to come with me come on on, Olika we'll keep you busy alright let's go to the divination spell and then we will move from there so she's asked where she can find survivors Gotcha. 
Those who lived fled. Those who fled returned. And as your spell finishes, roll a perception check. Natty. Nat 20, baby. Nice. Okay. You see, uh, shuffling through the ruins, uh, with patches of its fur burned away by flying cinders and just, you know, covered with so much ash it's almost impossible to tell what color fur it had before a great hulking bear digging through the ruins and the wreckage it's him he told me his name and i forgot it korak korak all right well um she's gonna sprint towards him all right as you sprint towards him and as alika and alan sort of walk it turns and you know rears up as if to fight and then sees you and like... shapeshifts back into the sort of unassuming Holdra. I don't know if you ever saw his true form or if you communicated with him only in bear form. We saw him standing next to um, the the king, I think, the one that wanted us to use the lightning or whatever to mm-hmm. open the door. Yes. I think he was standing next to him. I never saw him actually change forms, so we mm-hmm. only assumed it was him. All right. Well, he shifts back into his Holdra form. Hmm. <clears throat> I know you. You were at the rock. I was. I know you. You were in my dream. What's happened here? It happened the same day that we met. I could see it all the way from the from the sides of the rock. A wall of flame reaching up all the way across the woods. Massive. Does the queen yet live? The queen survives. The archdruid is gone. Oh, thanks. Oh, no. (laughs) 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 uh, Sorry, go ahead. How many of our people yet live? Those who were caught when it first appeared, many have fallen. We have not counted the dead. The others fled swiftly. Many are lost, but many yet live. Then all hope is not lost. I need your help. The fire is not yet gone. It has lodged itself in the heart, in the very sanctum of Golden Gate. Where all else is burned out, here it remains. Our sanctum fuels it. How can we stop it? I need your skills and your arts. I can't do it alone. Come. He notices Boras and Aaron... What's up, bro? What's good, my dude? It's Thoras. A bear walked up and then turned into an elf. And it's been talking with Lysha in Elvish. Do either of the two of you understand Elvish? Nope. But I recognize the bear. 
Yep. Or the guy who came yep. out of there. Yep. Yeah. You still travel with this noon child? He's only half a noon child. He's also a star child. Hmm. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know how either of those things, what they are, but you were a bear and now you're not. So, I mean... That was in Elvish. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anything you're saying, but you were a bear and now you're not. (laughs) All right. Oh, yes. I remember you. Thanks for your help back at um, uh, at the Rock. Uh, so nice place you got here. Did he help you at the Rock? Didn't he? Yeah, he. He uh, let us yeah. pass. Yeah, when I tried to speak with animals and he wasn't an animal and laughed at me. I think he gave let you us through. a vouch, but that was about it. Yeah. Uh, he, he didn't actively help us, but he didn't actively hinder us either. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so, I feel like I'd be uh, a little bit silly to ask what happened here, but have there any of you left apart from you? Not here. Deeper in. Let oh. us follow Korak. She'd say his name, which he never gave her except in her dreams, so don't know what that reaction would be. I'm sorry. Are you fine? Do you do your reaction first? No. He gr- <clears throat> He grunts a lot. Most of his communication is grunting. He spends a lot of time as a bear. He spends a lot of time as a bear. Or I feel mm. like you guys might get along. I think your vocabularies are similar, but <laughs> why are we following him? Thoras is sophisticated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you not see Thoras' suit? Hmm? Uh yes. I it is a it is a great suit, Thoris. Although I, I do wonder about I mean, I don't know how they they make clothes to fit Goliath and how durable they are, but don't you think that this is an ill fitted sort of surrounds for such an outfit? I mean unless you unless you plan to attend a funeral in the same attire. How are you supposed to fight with this on? What what do you mean? Well, listen to us. People like you and I, when we when we fight and the blood gets pumping it, our muscles just that they, they they enlarge and contract and they they ripple right and and the striations are just incredibly impressive and uh, you know and the veins pump. Listen, you know, Alan, would you open your bag of holding and allow Thoras to put his suit inside? I know to... with you guys. Oh right, damn. My yeah. suit will fit my body however I need it to, and then I'm gonna. Flex as hard as humanly possible, and oh, it Thoris. just accentuates. And as he does, the ash that's gathered and the smoke that's collected is sort of off in this cloud. And you can see every single muscle group just outlined beneath this star fabric. You know, I really should have asked for that model. Well, okay. <laughs> oh yes, why are we following the bear? Nope. Give the dungeon right. master just a moment. So, either so, you or your Thoras. Thoras does not know who this bear is. Thoras, uh, Thoras still does not have gift. Oh well, I'm sure the fairies would appreciate uh, a vial of, I don't know, ash maybe. I, that's all it really is here, Thoras. So unless we go somewhere else, this is what you're going to be giving them. Unless you plan to give them one of your rousing pre-battle speeches before they come at you with all their odds and ends. Aaron, and I assure you, you there will be many difficulties to overcome, and he can dedicate 
Many a deed. Right now, I need to know. And she just follows. All right. As druid. you walk Long forward, walk. Alan and Alika have already proceeded. At the heart, again, of this wasteland of ash that has been basically pulverized, disintegrated. All that remains is this grove of burnt-out trees and a ring of standing stones at their center. Alan, as you and Alika walk forward, you can feel the heat increasing. There's a shrine mm. ahead of you, a sacred place, stones mm. inlaid in the ground. There's a few stone rings around the sides of it, and the stones have cracked and been blackened, but some power preserved them. They're not yet annihilated. But And at the center of this ring of stones, there's one great men here, uh, just a really big rock, standing up there. And it, the air inside this ring is rippling with heat. Uh I'm gonna, well. I'm gonna put my hand near the outside of the ring to mm-hmm. test how hot it is. I mean, does this seem like it would burn me he- heavily if I went inside? Uh, you would, your boots would catch on fire not immediately. But right, but it would be a of, bad idea. It'd be like walking into an oven. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like doing okay. a fire walk, you know? Um, what about the the outside of the stones? Because the, this circle of stones, it's the inside that's boiling hot, but right. it's the out the, the outside of like, the stones. It hurts to touch, but you're not going to have you know third degree burns immediately. Can I detect any magical presence? Uh, can I? Do I understand what kind of magic is being uh, has kept this area? Arcana. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. There are a few different things going on here, including a scene change. Mm. Oh my. God damn. Which of your avatars would you like to be using right now, Aaron? Because I accidentally pulled the other one over. All right. I think Thoras's burrito finally arrived. <laughs> Three hours later. <laughs> Poor guy. F. Okay. So, with your knowledge of magic, this site is built on a confluence of ley lines. That run through it. Where the hell are we? Uh, You are are approaching the sacred circle in the middle of the Ashen Wasteland. This site is built on a confluence of ley lines. Of the types of magic present, fire is not supposed to be one of them. This is not supposed Mm. to be a ley line of elemental fire. However, there is a massive amount of fire magic caught inside the circle itself. Hmm. This reminds me of something from another life. <laughs> All right. Uh yeah, roll okay. one roll one D four. You still have, you know, the blessing of the uh of the Court of Stars. Hmm. Eighteen. Okay. So there is fire magic caught within it. It was. It is not supposed to be here. 
It is unstable and dangerous. And you also notice that the the circles, the stone circles, uh, is that showing up? Let me do this. The stone, there we go. The stone circles, actually, I just have to change layers. These stone circles around the edge are also enchanted. They have, this is sort of a fairy crossing. So these have a link to the other world of some kind. Mm. That is what you have determined so far. Okay. Um, I'm going to attempt to piss about a little bit with my magic and see if mm -hmm. I can make any difference to the, to the circle. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to try and, uh, cast dispel magic on it. Okay. Um, so any spell of third level or lower on the target ends for every mm -hmm. spell of fourth level or higher, you make an ability check. All right. Well, it's not level three or lower. So roll a charisma check, an unmodified charisma check, except that you get plus one D four for the blessing of the court of stars. Uh, speaking of which, let me go bring that nice card that you had over here. 22! Uh, let me roll my 1d4 Holy as well. crap! Ah, yep, so that's a 26 Holy unmodified charisma crap. check. <laughs> I wish I'd prepared more material. That problem solved. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. You, with a, with a very keen understanding of the way that the magic is stuck here, you think you've got a, a really good way to just pull that arcane string and release it in a way that won't blow you up, right? It's not—it's obviously not going to explode into your face, um, but you are going to be able to release it. And as, as you do so, the central pillar erupts with fire, just... And all of the side pillars spew out tons and tons of little flaming blue, little motes of blue light. And it just, boom. the aura of fire magic fades immediately gone. So I'm going to get rid of uh, this thing Oh, my oh. that I had planned on, on busting out. You're welcome. <laughs> Good job. Nice roll. Is that is that what happened if I walked inside? Uh, no, but it would have happened during the scene that is still going to happen. Oh. Um, and a fire element... Oh, nope, that's the, the fire aura, which you also got rid of. Bye-bye. Wow. Yeah, so... I annihilated that magic. Yes. Uh, but the the radiant fire energy that was stuck in here bursts forth in the form of a fire elemental. Hi, Sin! Mm. <laughs> And swarms of tiny fire elementals pop out from the standing stones around it. Wonderful. And I'm going to look at front, them warily. In front of the stones, something pulls itself from the ash. The fire rushes into a silhouette sort of lying on the ground, just the faint outline of somebody, some corpse, annihilated by the flames. And it fills the spaces in between the bones. And this fiery burning silhouette ambles upward from the ground with a wretched scream. And that is the scene that everyone else walks into as well. <laughs> as if I have summoned some kind of fire corpse. <laughs> uh, would I recognize the corpse? Um, yes. Or is it too badly burned? Nope. God. It has a ceremonial headdress. This was Smount, the Arc Druid of Golden Root. Oh my. 
Mm. I'll have you no respect for the dead! I I didn't do this. I was undoing it. I'm I'm in the process of undoing it. Help me, for God's sake. Uh, what was okay. the person's name again? Smout. Smote. Smote. Uh, I'll I'll spell it out. It's I use a lot of Irish Smote for the whole. Smote like Smite. No, I'll spell. It's it's weird. It's it's Irish. Ah. That's sort of how it's pronounced. Smout. Smout. It lo- it, it was one of those names I translated, and it looked really cool. And then I like. Got the pronunciation and it's smount. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, you win some, you lose some. It's like the name Siobhan <laughs> sounds beautiful, and then you see it spelled, and you're like, "That's a what now?" Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's go around. Don't know. Wait, uh... you 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 knew you know this? Well, you knew this? Jesus I knew Christ. the one, not the elementals. That was our the head of our. I can't. Okay, keep it together, keep it together. I don't know whether we're going to be able to save him, but at least we can save ourselves. Thoros has found his gift. Thoros has found his gift. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (sighs) You will not give the head of my clan as a gift. All right. So the... Elementals are looking for flesh, for things to burn, and everything here has been burned except you, the lot of you. So here's how we're going to do this. We're going to roll for initiative. You don't have to take hostile actions. You don't have to fight. Even if fighting breaks out, you can do, you know, non-fighting things. You can attempt to interact and reason, but we're doing it in initiative order. All right, and uh, don't forget to click on your token uh, and then do it. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I got you I manually. I got you manually. All is well. Yeah, that result, oh, I had a bunch have... of, like, terrain features in place, and all sorts of, ooh, gnarly. You you do get advantage on those, don't you? Yeah. Good thing I have a better initiative modifier, just kidding. <laughs> Whoopsie! You try and reason with the dead body of Schmoke. So, uh, Aaron is trying to assess the situation. There are four fire elementals, small ones, one large one, and then what appears to be a... Like a fire revenant sort of thing. Right. You know, Schmolt is quite a fitting name because he's looking quite <laughs> smoldery smart. right now. <laughs> uh, wrong, wrong one. All right. I'm going to roll all of mine in. And Korak. Are, are elementals considered humanoids? Is Abs- humanoid no. just anything that looks like humans? No, humanoid is, is a creature oh. type. So giant is right. a creature type, dragon's a creature type, elemental's a creature type. They're all mutually exclusive. So mm. uh, unless the fire dude is a um, humanoid, which seems unlikely, but you can use a bonus action on your turn to make a knowledge check to learn about your the creatures. I'm not going to say foe mm. to determine that. Okay. Lysha, it is your turn first. Uh. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Shit, no, that's a spell. God damn it, I can't do that instantaneously. Okay. Just kidding. There goes that plan. So the the what is where is the corpse? The corpse is being inhabited by a body. By the, the by body fire. is being yes right. This this uh, is the the ashen ghost, the the fire geist of Smount the Archdruid. Mm. So presumably, the language of elementals is primordial. Would yes. I know that? Yes, you would. Given how many times um, you talked with the sovereign of fire himself, yes. Yes. So, ugh, as much as I would love to be a canon right now, that's not what she would do in character. So, um, has it, on the way over here, did the druid didn't tell her anything about what to expect or what he needed her help with? No, all he knew is that the, the fire hadn't gone out. It was at the sanctum. It was burning. He hadn't made it that far. He didn't gotcha. really have much else useful to say. So, stepping forward in primordial, kind of hands spread, um, she would ask the elementals what business they still had here and if they were responsible for the destruction of this land. Hmm. Roll persuasion or in intimidation. And we're going to call this a bonus action. Neither of those are things I'm good at, so let's try persuasion, because intimidation's not in her nature. All right. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Twelve? Uh, roll 1d4. Oh, plus 1d4. Yeah. Oh, that was <laughs> Thirteen! <laughs> 13. <Yay. laughs> uh, they respond by screaming in pain. And frustration. In mm. pain. Mm-hmm. Oh. Your average fire elemental has an intelligence of six. You know, in the Disney animated feature Hercules, the Titans? Zeus! That's roughly what you're working with in most cir circumstances. Oh. My okay. God. And the, so... the smoldering corpse is even less intelligent. Zeus! <laughs> okay. Uh, do I perceive them as a threat? Do they seem like they want to attack me? Yes, they want to burn things. They they are in pain, they are angry and frustrated, and they want to express themselves by burning things that burn. Then seeing it as an act of mercy, and God, mm -hmm. I don't know if this will work. Probably not, because they're fire elementals. But uh, I'm going to cast Tidal Wave. Okay. Hmm. Um, which is a 30-foot-wide wave. Or, sorry, 30 feet long, 10 feet wide. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to cast it, see here, to try and catch the guy in the middle and the animated corpse of my leader that I just want to put the fire out in. Okay. So I want that person to rest in peace. All right, so you're going to sort of send it out like this? And you said it's 30 feet, yeah. long, 30 feet long? Yes, but it has a range of 120 feet, right, so, so, you, so I don't can... have to, it's, I can kind of put it, yeah, there. All right. So About there. All right, great. So it's going to definitely hit both of those. Uh, why don't you click the spell to drop it in there, and what level are you casting it at? Uh, I will cast it, sorry, I only, I just hit it at the third level, so I guess at the third level. 
Okay. Um, it's a third level spell, so I, I didn't cast it any higher because it also says, and obviously these are elementals, so it's a little different, but she's not really thinking straight, that uh, the water spreads out in all directions and extinguishes any unprotected flames in the area. Okay. Um, I'm just going to... Uh, oh, here. Uh, there. There it is. And within 30 feet of it. Yes. Okay. So just in the middle of this... Now, by the way, a moment ago, this was essentially an area of fire magic, and your spell would have been completely nerfed. Uh, but Alan... Thanks, Alan. ...bragged the crap out of it. <laughs> like she doesn't know she needs to thank Alan, though. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably happier that way. All right, let me get some dexterity saves out of here. It's kind of dope. <clears throat> All right. Uh, the Fire Revenant of Smout succeeds on the save and takes half damage. The Fire Elemental, fun fact, they're super agile. They're really good at dodging shit. The Fire Elemental fails its save. That's so, kind of counterintuitive. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. So it takes 20, and the Smoldering Corpse takes 10, and it spreads out in 30 feet. All right, so it does not reach the Fire Dancers. So here's the other thing. Uh, they, have an, a, they have a thing called water susceptibility. For every five feet they move in water, or for every gallon of water splashed on them, they take damage. Mm. I don't... Mitch, do you have quick, uh, quick maths? On, like, how many gallons of water? How many of gallons water? of water in a 30-feet-long, <laughs> 10-foot-wide, 10-foot-tall cube? But let's just I do, do, like... You, but I cannot calculate in your stupid... <laughs> I do cubic meters. I mean, how tall so is it? So let's say approximately well. thirty, th uh, approximately ten meters long, and three meters. And tall. We'll go on, feet? yeah, three meters tall and three meters wide. Mm -hmm. uh, so what? So three hundred cubic feet to gallons. Yeah. Right, but they're not going to be exposed to all of that. They're just let's just say like they're going to be hit by what's in their immediate space. So one of them is two meters. It's two meters by three meters. Two by two by three, so that's four. That's twelve cubic meters. Oh, that's got to be wrong. No, it's twelve so cubic meters. Let us just assume the amount of water like that would impact them, right? Like yeah, just just like oh, a wall of water appears on them and crashes down. Right. So yes, it's twelve cubic. Uh, it's twelve cubic meters. Dude, on this, on this guy, the other guy gets way more because isn't it more than twelve cubic meters? Well, no, it, uh, twelve cubic meters is like twelve meters cubed. Right? So it would be much less than that, I think. Well, I said he's got a space of two meters by two meters, right? So that's four square meters. And but his... 10 feet is three meters. Right. I'm, I'm talking about the small guy first. Okay. Yeah. So the small well... guy, two by two by, let's say, another two, right? So that's eight. That's two cubic meters. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You're right. Right? Because it's two meters cubed. I was never good at this. Um, how much uh, I water? I majored in English and theater. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, two cubic meters to gallons is over five hundred gallons. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I yeah. I am inclined to say uh, the spell is not designed to work that way. 
<laughs> so it says it extinguishes any flames. Right, right. No, I'm not. I'm not no selling this. I'm just not inflicting fifteen hundred points of cold damage on the monster. We're not doing that. We're just not doing that. Here's what we are doing. Roll 10d8 points of damage for the small one and 20d8 for the big one. Let's just do that and move on with our lives. Okay. How do I roll 10? Slash R space uh, 10d8. Yeah, use fucking hydro pump. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. 50, and how much for the other one? Um, 20d8. Wow, oh, good fight, guys. We got him. Ten seventy four. Pack it up. That's monstrous. <laughs> For a girl who can't usually do that much damage in one go, I feel good. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, they there's this huge gushing cloud of steam as fire just smolders and gets annihilated and it sort of hisses and burbles as it rushes over the water and it cl- it washes away much of the ash and the smoke i'm just going to make this visible so you can see the fact that you've basically nearly one shot at these two bastards are they dead no are they like their fire has just been absolutely reduced and it's, the fire elemental was this gigantic burly uh, ragnaros looking motherfucker now it's a Calcifer on a bad day. He's like, he's like a Mushu, you know? Yeah, I like that voice. <laughs> um, and the, uh, the fire geist, you can start, you can see like the, the charred bones flickering. Instead of being the silhouette of flame, it's a skeleton wreathed in fire that's. Yeah, okay, so that, we'll call that a decent turn. Um, I feel okay about it. Yeah. Uh, Thoras, it's your turn. Thoras' turn, huh? Mm-hmm. What's this distance looking oh. like? Uh, go ahead. You you have movement, Lysha. Go ahead. Thank you. Cool. I'm done. All right. Thoras can't get there through normal means, so... Oh, here we go again. <laughs> it's lightning <laughs> harness time. <laughs> <laughs> again, Thoras comes and cleans up my leftovers. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Thoras coming for that fire ass. I don't know where I was going with that, but he's going straight for it. Alright. Ranged attack. Wait a second. Prepare to get yoked. Yeah. Thoras is going to wait. Hmm. You could just throw this beer, you know. Like, I have to think about how I want to do this, you know. Thoras will... Hmm. How many attacks can I make? Uh, two, three if you frenzy. Frenzy's a bonus action, though. Correct. So, so if we go into a rage... You can attack twice and go into a rage on this turn. Okay, let's go into a rage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bloodlust sound effects. Oh, wow. Oh my Natty god. baby. Oh! Well, I'm really glad that this is a roleplay focused night, because I'm not sure what I would have um, done if we'd started oh, no, with no, this. No. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Joe. It's, you know what? It, to be fair, it wouldn't have worked if Alan hadn't done his woojee woojee. I rolled really poorly. In terms Which means of my, he's not 20. Yeah, my his, D6 his damage uh, was awful. 
was very bad. <laughs> yeah, really bad. Um, are you tied to the thing? Yeah. <laughs> what's the what's always, the lightning damage? I'm always, always tied good. to it. Always good. Uh, roll four d six. Okay. Oh, and the oh no 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 no. Roll eight d six. To the to the motherfucker you just hit because that was a critical hit and all damage. Who do you throw it at? The the fire, the, the big spooky boy. fire ghost, or the big the guy big, in the, the back? The biggest, the biggest one to try and place me. Okay. Here. Yeah. Well, he's fucking dead. Um, <laughs> just, this light it, it, it flies Hail. through him. This bolt of it turns into a bolt of lightning arcs through him, the spear embeds itself in the sacred stone in the middle, and just this sonic boom, and they tell, oh, I just figured Does it out. Does Thoris hit the rock? Well, we're getting, to, actually, yes, we are going to have a saving yeah, throw for that I gotta take moment. damage, right? Um, roll 4d6, because I need to make the fire geist roll a saving throw. And he's got a really good dexterity. Oh my god! Wow. These are not wow. good damage rolls. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, I know I know how to salvage this. I know how to salvage this. Okay, so he only takes two points of lightning damage. I don't like damage. the sound of that. <laughs> uh, he takes two points of lightning damage. You take 3d10 points of damage from getting yeeted, but you entered a rage okay. as your bonus action, so this will be divided into... Oh my god! You take four points of damage. <laughs> yes! Wow. And roll a dexterity saving throw to watch out for that tree. Ah, I get advantage <laughs> on this. Watch out for that tree. During combat, because of my... Oh, wait. That's... Actually! It's a dexterity. Actually! Wow! <laughs> actually! So every uh, time someone says actually, I think they're saying Ashley, and for a second I thought you were all making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley walks up, frags the boss monster, like, down to zero health, and everyone just starts, Ashley, Ashley! <laughs> <laughs> I, I have danger sense, which is advantage on deck saving throws against effects that I can see. Yeah, well, you can but see I, that rock coming at you. I'll guarantee you that much. So you I can, get a saving throw? Advantage? Yes, you can take advantage on your dexterity saving throw. Okay. 21. 21. Not bad. You... <sighs> Goddamn. All right. <laughs> You're still going to take some of this, but it's divided in four. So you take four more points of damage as you collide with it gently. You sort of like land. Yeah. And that was your oh my god! I've just realized. What? I've just realized, Joe. I got I got disadvantage from the Court of Stars, not advantage. Oh well, you everyone got the bless. You have did you, I? Yes, but you would have had disadvantage. It's too late. It's too late. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's too late. We can't reverse this. Uh, don't worry, I'll make it up to you. Um, but you Jeez. do have disadvantage for the rest of this scene because of the celestial harmony act of God that was drawn earlier. Yeah, that's the, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. No, the blessing is separate from the celestial harmony bone. Mm. Uh, Josh boon. is a cheater. Yeah, I cheated my way. It's all right. We'll fix it in a moment. Um, let me just look up the javelin Yikes. lightning and uh, the swarm of fire dancers is next. By the way, that's going to be actually a lot uh, of fun. I have one more attack. I think. Right, I'm looking up the javelin to see if using it is an action. Hmm. Uh, make a ranged attack. Um, I'll look it up later. Make a second attack. Okay. Oh my god. 
I get to bring out Hadrian. Yes. Yes. Finally. Finally. How much damage is this going to do? I don't know. I'm just going to make the it's attack. A, it's a plus one great axe. This guy doesn't have giant. He's not a giant, so you don't get that. He's not, he's not large. And you took that frenzy special thing, but you're not using your frenzy. Yet, not so. using frenzy. Yeah. But I do get some cool bonuses. Yep. It's a plus one. You know, we take those. Plus one. So... Oh, uh, you didn't actually roll the attack to hit. Uh, did I not? Yeah, it looks like you just rolled oh, the damage. How, well, how do I do that then? Uh, tell you what, just roll your normal great axe. Oh, you, no, actually. You got it? Winner! Yeah, Winner! What's your strength uh, modifier under on a normal day? On a normal day, it is plus four. Right. Uh, you actually do another two because you have rage. So you deal 15 points of damage as you... It's actually... When I was looking at rage, it's, uh, it's up to plus, plus three now. Oh. Well, then... Yeah, plus three, not plus two. Okay. Well, you know, we, cool. take, we take those. Yeah. <laughs> actually. Actually. We did a lot of actuallys this, uh, oh. this episode. Served so to 16 points of damage. That was your bonus action. That was your, uh, your attack. Yeah, that's all my moves. Yeah, all right. Well, it's time for the swarms of little tiny fire elementals that look like blue glowing skulls. Let them come. Oh, yes. We're going to do that. Now. I don't think they were going to come originally. <laughs> I think... Oh, I just realized what I said. <laughs> uh, Phrase it. Moving right along. <laughs> All right, so this one uses its full turn. My people go skyclad. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't dance out in the forest with no clothes on. Ha ha, skyclad go brr. Um, <laughs> All right, so it's just going to use its turn to fly up to you. And it ends its turn on you, and it actually it can't attack because it just moved. So you immediately take one point. Fuck me. You take one point of fire damage <laughs> wow. for occupying your space, and uh, you are on fire. Ah. At the start of each of your turns, you will take 1d10 fire damage until somebody, you or someone else, uses their action to put you out. Shit. This one uses its whole movement. It just double moves, dashes right up to Lysha. You are now surrounded by tiny glowing blue skulls that are on that are made of fire. You take four points of fire damage, and you are on fire. Ouch. They have not yet begun to eat your flesh. Though they would very much like to. And this one, uh, seeing that, you know, the two of you are busy and otherwise occupied, the other two just fly forward as these swarms of cackling blue fire skulls. Uh, so they swoop forward, and, uh, you know, that's all they can do. Korak turns into a bear. <laughs> Isn't that a bonus action? No, that's an action. It's all he knows. Well, he's Circle of the Moon. Oh, it is a bonus action. Mm -hmm. So Circle cool of the Moon OP, dude. Cool. Yep. I didn't pick Circle of the Moon because it wasn't in character, but it's super OP. I have one in another campaign, and it's Circle of the busted. Moon dude, you can use two wild shapes to transform it into an elemental. Like, uh, what? That's kind of crazy, actually. Yeah. 
And elementals, when they're not being, you know, one shot by tidal waves, they're actually pretty boss. Usually, yeah. All right, he's a bear now, so he moves at 40 feet. He's going to move up, and he's just going to slap this guy. 12 to hit, which is not good enough. There are these tiny little... He swaps, he sw swings, no joy. Aaron, your turn. All right. Aaron's turn. He's in waiting for this opportunity. Um, I guess, like, he... He's been able to watch how this fight's gone so far. He's been able to survey the battlefield, mm -hmm. waiting for his uh, time to strike. Um, and he has a plan. So he's going to use a movement action to go to here. And then he's going to unzip his trousers and urinate. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. He's just... going to unzip his trousers and urinate on the tree. Not that I want to take more damage, but out of curiosity, doesn't it say five times 1d10 damage? No. Five is the average oh. there. You, oh, you can either take oh, the I average see. or you can roll so, it. I appreciate your honesty. Okay, so um, you're going to pee on the on the tree over is, here. Yeah, so, uh, well, yes, because everyone's watching this. Like, he's also... The reason why he's standing here as well is so he can see if anything else happens. Like, mm -hmm. if he, So we can see something coming. He, mm -hmm. he definitely feels like the rest of his team has stuff under control. They just got fucking tsunami. So he is going to go. He really had to pee. And he's just going to drink. Like, okay. I'm not, I'm, not even, I'm not even trolling. Like, at, at, at this point, Aaron can see the Thoris is engaged. He sees the fire dancers. Looks like his team can handle it. He's going to take a load off for a little bit and just, you know, keep an eye on things. Okay. So? Pretending to his, yeah. You, uh... uh so I guess, can, I guess if I can, I don't know, if I can ready an Thoris and I are something. on fire. Yeah, you guys are fine. You just, you just did 140 damage. It's fine. <laughs> um, so can can Aaron ready some sort of action at least just to be aware if anything uh, happens from the periphery of this fight? Yeah, what would you do if something happened? Because that'd be a readied action. You can roll a perception uh, so, check to just scan, but if you ready an action that says if X, then Y. Uh, I would say he would move towards it. Okay, yeah. if you see any trouble, you're going to move towards it? Excellent. Okay. Uh, so as you, you know, find the, the convenient latch... In your sky steel armor, and you know, <laughs> and begin uh, depleting the tanks. You look down, and it, it, it hisses a little bit because the ground here is still definitely hot. Um, and there's there's sort of something. It just looked like it was part of the landscape of the the ashen wilderness and destruction. Um, but you notice uh, a shape sort of taking as the as the pee washes it away. It's a skull. There was a okay. corpse completely buried in ashes and cinder, and you see it just like you are now pissing on it. <laughs> and as you continue to do so, you notice there are more corpses sort of burnt into you know the the outer edges of this area. And as you do so, you hear this keening scream of grief and rage. Unlucky. <laughs> Un unlucky. Peed um, on the corpses of my people. Yes, uh, uh, I did. But listen, it's not what it looks like. Um, where is it? Can I tell where this, this sound is coming from? Yeah, uh, check the battle map. Oh, for fuck. Okay. <laughs> that is... <laughs> Um, what is that? 
<laughs> Undead something. Yeah. Aaron, um, there have been times in Aaron's life where he has, um, you know, sometimes in the morning or afterwards, wanted to put his junk away pretty quickly and move on with his life. I he imagine. He's never been more ready to, to stow... Um, uh, he, he's never been ready to, more ready to stow away his tackle box than, than now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know what it is, but... It... <laughs> well, it's angry that you peed on it. That's super <laughs> unlucky. That is so unlucky. Okay. Uh, well, then, I guess Aaron is going to try and ready himself to be attacked by this thing. He's still... Yeah, he's... He's still trying to piece together exactly what's going on. Man's got to pee, you know what I mean? He's no, no like that, I mean, that's that fair. That's a fair take. Yeah. Um, all right. Alan, what do you do? I'm going to, you know what? Because you said you were ready in action, uh, Aaron, I'm going to treat that as the dodge action. Cool. So uh, you get, they have disadvantage to hit you and you have advantage on relevant saving throws. So that, gotcha. that seems fair. Um. And no, it cannot take an attack of opportunity as you stow an item. It's not, it's not, it's not a movement action. I'm it's not taking an attack of opportunity I'm, on I'm your dick. I'm disengaging exactly. my junk, all right? Okay, so, Alan, what do you do? Um, how badly are Lysha and uh, Thoras hurt? He's not very. Yeah. Okay. Not very. But, do, I mean... They're on fire, right? Yeah, they're on I fire. I am on fire. But, you know, it's just they started to catch on I've fire. I've taken four okay. points of damage. All right, well, I'm going to... The uh, sky help. darkens. Oh, fuck's sake. Thunder. Gathers. Thunder? Yes. Oh, Thunder Christ. gathers overhead. Alan! As divine wrath, put off but not forgotten, takes its course. There is no rain, for that would be a mercy, but you can begin to feel the hairs on your back of your neck start to rise. Carry on. Okay. I am going to... Hmm. (laughs) Oh. Well, now I have much more pressing matters to deal with if Vinda's bearing down on my back. Um, there's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to run. I could, I suppose I could dig myself into the ash. What are you supposed to do in a lightning storm? You're supposed to lie on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be tall. Um, I, oh, do I have anything metal on me? Yeah, I do. I've got some metal things, I suppose. What do I have? I'm supposed to wear rubber soles. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I've got some shoes on yet. or something. Um, yeah, what do I even have? Uh, I don't have anything that I could use as some kind of lightning conductor, so that's that idea out of the window. Um, I I am going to... Cast invisibility on myself. Okay. And I'm going to try and dig my way into the ash as deep as possible. (laughs) I'm going to try and find a particularly deep pile of ash away from the fighting. So I'm like starting to to back off away from all of this and find a particularly deep pile of ash. And I'm going to go invisible and dig my way inside of it. Okay. 
and try not to shiver in fear. <laughs> okay. Um, you are basically taking, you are invisible and you are essentially taking the dodge action. Please, please don't get smote. Um, yeah. Aaron, your new best friend. Yep. The ghost of an elven maiden who once dwelt here. Her visage. I didn't know what they were into. They run around not wearing anything. Like who, how was I supposed? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I totally had them on the battle mat. It was just a matter of which way this went. Her visage, once lovely beyond compare, half of it just burned away. And you can see the spectral, her body is right there. The spectral remains of her skull as she looks and she screams. A keening wail that echoes out and burrows into the hearts of, well, okay, nobody because no one else is close enough. So just you, um... Roll a constitution saving throw. Oof. 19. Okay. You, your ears bleed and your mind reels, but you only take eight points of psychic damage. Oh, that's brutal. Instead of immediately dropping to zero hit points. Jeez. Oh, yeah. of the, Very the, cool. That is the Whale of the Banshee. Oh, okay. Uh, that was her turn. Moving right along. It is, well, Bren is up, and I need to kick his ass, so. <laughs> Time to kick his ass. Yeah, well, you know. Two attacks. Okay, so he's going to make two attacks. And Thoras did not attack recklessly last time, which means he does not get advantage to hit you, which means these are just straight-up attacks. Does the 17 hit? Does the 15 hit? Uh, it's me or B, right? I have 15 AC. All right, both of those hit. You take... Well, these are bludgeoning. So lucky. Slightly weak. But he's going to use a special combustion touch attack. Roll, roll a uh, dexterity saving throw. With advantage? Uh, yeah. I can see it. Yep, so. yep, nope, that counts. Actually. Well, actually. <laughs> Good job you rolled with advantage. Yeah, lucky. Yeah. Very lucky. All right, so you do Oh, take... yeah, detach your ears and throw them away, Aaron, so you can't hear anymore. <laughs> Not a bad wow. idea. That was genius. All right. a bag of holding for now. Fucking Wow, <laughs> your damage rolls have been Fuck. terrible tonight. <laughs> <laughs> You take seven points of damage in total. Oh, uh, well. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, at least I have one thing to cheer me up. No, no. What is the one thing to cheer you up? No. No. Come on. (laughs) Alan. Alan, be fucked. From above this mortal plane in the sky... Somebody hurls a thunderbolt to the ground with no. your name on it. You get God it. damn it. Because of your uh, advantages from burrowing in and being invisible and stuff, uh, you do get advantage on this dexterity saving throw. Okay. Oh, my God. To dodge a thunderbolt. Mm-hmm. 26. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. You take... 12 points of lightning damage. 
Wow, that again. Those were all terrible roles as well. I'm just this is like I'm try I'm trying. I had this whole you know. Oh, Vader's yeah. gonna start throwing lightning bolts. That'll show him. Oh boy, I'm sure that's <laughs> gonna do something fucking productive. All right, <laughs> Lysha, it's your turn. Guys, we're all fucked. Next game. Uh. <laughs> Increases challenge rating by seven. <laughs> Just to account level, for it. Level nine party Ooh, too powerful. Deploy okay. gods. <laughs> Deploy gods. Oh dear. Um. Well. Since it worked so well last time, <laughs> I am on fire. But uh, oh, it's not really fun if I just do it again, though, is it? Um, how long is the distance between? Obviously, there's one on me, but I'm not going to cast it on myself. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to have Thoras knocked down to put him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so can I catch that? This uh, I can't can't ping my. Uh, make sure you're this, using the the clicker tool. Yep. That guy and the guys near Thoras. Well, let's find out. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Ten foot wide wall. Ten foot wide, thirty feet. These two wall. are occupying the same square. It would need to run basically like this. Uh, yeah, you Go can hit them. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Okay, so I'm gonna attempt to hit all those three and apologize to Thoras for getting him wet later. It's bludgeoning damage. He'll take half. Okay. But it is magical. Um, it is magical bludgeoning damage, so he's going to take the full damage. He uh, still gets a dex save. You stop um, with the dexterity I'll, saving throw. <laughs> I'll, hear, I'll heal him. All right, what that's go worth. ahead and roll it. He may not care. Um, and I'm going to cast it at, at uh, third third level again at tidal wave. All right, Let's send it. Go. God Almighty. Okay. Um, oh my God, these are swarms. Oh no! <laughs> Swarms are vulnerable to AOE attacks. <laughs> <sighs> are they also vulnerable to cold or vulnerable well, to, oh, to yeah. water? Yeah, water. no, they're elementals. They have that, uh, you know, that water vulnerability special feature. Okay, it, well, you know, roll. roll also, it puts dead. out fires, so you should no longer be on fire, Thoras. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do. We'll do roll that. my deck save and throw with yeah. advantage. Yeah, go ahead and succeed. Go ahead and do that. <laughs> you, you succeed. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, bro, why do I feel like Joe is about to call down something else? Well, I, uh... We have 10 minutes until we're ending, but then, trust me, oh. all week long, it's just going to be like, all right, you sons of bitches. I still have Tidal Wave prepared. I'm sorry. That's fine. That's fine. You know, you, you want to succeed, right? The players, the, you want to win. That's okay. Roll 10 D8, please. I do want to succeed. Actually, 10 roll 20 D8 because they're vulnerable. <laughs> oh no! Seventy-five. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's seventy-five damage. Uh, the spirit of Smount is just like cleansed by this. There are five ones in five there. Ones, yeah. Oh no! Yeah. What a nightmare! That was, that was below average. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna roll a saving throw for uh, a dexterity. At least they have good dex saves. At least, at least they have that much. Yeah, nice. all right. So they both save on those, so they take half of that damage, so they only take 12 points of bludgeoning damage, and then 75 points of cold damage. Um, okay, well, you know, they get one more turn. That's fine. You didn't quite kill them. You just mostly killed them. That's that's okay. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This is fine. And they can't Listen, be knocked My prone, main goal so. was to put Smount out, because mm-hmm. you're desecrating the body of my... Former, 
I don't know, teacher slash mentor slash the person I looked up to. So no, no, I that's mean, extinguished. I feel better. Your your actions are entirely congruent, and I have no problem with them whatsoever. <laughs> Joe's gonna kill me. Boris, <laughs> it's your turn. Uh, there's like a few swarming these, pile of skulls. Yeah, they, they're made of fire. They, there's no physical skull to them. It's just they chose to manifest as skulls for some reason. Hmm. And they are right. fucked up. Like most of them just got completely sizzled away. The faces are melting away. Yeah, the swarm has been reduced to a fraction of its smaller size. Okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna attack it once. Hey, uh, yep, 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 that's fine. Go ahead, that's fine. Uh, recklessly. Okay. So I have advantage. Well, that's attack number one, and that is a max roll on both of my C12s. <laughs> Where's mine? And you got the um... shock that I just whipped it out and went for a pee. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'm that kid in the high school play who was a tree. I'm a tree. Well, I... I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the, the tree. Ah, How much the tree is an Anja? important role. <laughs> what? Three can be replaced by three. It had three health. And three hit points left. Yeah, I did uh, what? Um, a lot. Uh, to it. Uh, Twenty twenty-seven out three. Fifteen. Yeah. Do you do like triple damage on a crit or something? Why are there so many uh, dice? I now do an additional because I have brutal crits so you do. at level nine. I have an extra weapon die when I crit. Jesus! And that and oh my god! You did forty-two points of damage. It had so three. That's crazy. You get an extra D twelve instead of like a D six for a sword because of that. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, like oh. you, everyone gets an extra damage die, right? So if you do D twelve, you roll two D twelve. But he gets another extra damage die, and he's using the the thing with the largest damage dice in the game. So yeah, that's right. Great that's idea. wild. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Okay. That's well, you know that was your first attack. Wasted. Wasted. Yeah. Over. What, what do they call that oh. in StarCraft? Overkilling. Overkilling. Um, I'm gonna walk over to this guy. Just yeah. swagger over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but in oh, to be fair, uh, because he attacked it, isn't he on fire? Um, is that what it does? I'm pretty sure that's what it said. I appreciate you trying. I really do. It means a lot. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm, really, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bren. I'm just trying to make, make Joe I'm happy. Trying to make him fat. <laughs> oh. Okay. Where's my swarm of fire dancers? Uh, I accidentally closed out. Uh, um, Here it is. Fire with form melee attack. To yes. Yes. Thank you. He's on fire. He takes six points of fire damage. Okay. Sound very enthused. Uh, you know, it's something. And then I'm going to uh, waddle over to this guy and attack again with yep. advantage. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, 27. Yeah, well, the, the rule I always away. do is we take the the first roll, you know, so yeah. you, you only deal nine points of damage. Um, only nine. Yeah, but he had three, so he's dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's one more. Yeah, I you... take fire damage again, right? No, um, yeah. I was gonna say you can't be more on fire, but you do take more fire. You take eight more points of fire damage. Oh god, that's actually starting to chunk me down a little bit. Um, Death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. Um, the one that's I'm... by me has not been injured. Yeah. By the way, it's fresh. It's uh, it's still fresh and you, fully you moved on fire on me. Speed, and you need to be like here or here to hit it. So you need another. What's your move speed? 
You should have higher uh, boost speed, right? 40, 40. Yeah, then you can move up. Um, and if you are frenzied, you can make... Yeah, hmm. I have one final attack. Thoras's suit is not burning off because it's made of space magic. It's from science and outer space. So space magic. It has the special space ability suit. to just continue to look really cool. Um, I did think of that. Thank you, chat. All right. Ridiculous. And go ahead. Final attack. Make your attack. Uh, we take the 27. We take the first damage result. That's a 7. Uh, and that's 10 damage. Yep, 10 damage. All right, cool. And you take another 1d10. Now imagine all these guys had that ability, right? Every single one of these things, if you hit them, you know, well, that would happen. Sometimes things just don't go the way you planned, and that's okay. That's that's the fun of the game. I'm glad it did go this way. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, this is pretty fun, too. Uh, all right, well, it's their turn, so let's give you a sneak preview of what would have happened in an alternate universe when they attack Lysha Ouch. for 15 points of fire damage. Hurts. I'm on fire. It burns. It burns. I'm dying. Ah, I'm not dying. <laughs> Don't patronize me. Oh, I see. The swarm gets smaller. Yes. As it takes damage. Mm -hmm. It uh, it's one of the few monsters in D and D that it, most monsters like full health, one health, no difference. Full combat efficiency. Swarms are one of the only things that actually does get reduced. Um. All right, and this one is going to try to eat the bear who was sort of superfluous now that I think back on it, but, you know, we're, we're here now. That's okay. 14 to hit the bear. Hits the bear for 28 points of damage. The bear is now on fire. And, uh, I don't think the bear would have been superfluous if Alan hadn't put out the yeah. fiery no, area. Honestly, this, it's okay for... Yes, that was very, very fortunate. All right, it's, uh, I know you can't see him, but it is correct, the bear's turn. And he's going to swat this guy with his claws because they do more damage. Uh, and miss. Well, good talk. Aaron, it's your turn. You just made a new friend. Yeah, alright. Well, um, let us get rid of this, um, thing. I, okay, based on that whale, I assume, is this an incorporeal creature? It is. Okay. Your sword is magical. Ah, oh, that's right. I would, like, I, I'm, I'm past the point now where I have to, like, take a bonus action to pop wings and still be able to, uh, Radiant damage. So, yeah, that's right. I mean, the extra damage is nice, but yeah, fuck it. I'll uh, I'll just attack it then. So okay. Once I've organized my business. Um, interesting. Uh, sword's magical. I tell you what, I will. Uh, I'll take the uh, hit penalty. To, uh, oh, oh, you're swinging for the fences. Extra... Yeah, I think so. Something something tells me that I can get away with it uh, against this kind of thing. All right. All right. So can we'll I do just it like this. We'll mentally oh, take off. Fine. Yeah, we'll just mentally take off five. That's fine. We can do All we right. can do quick maths. Uh, yeah, that that one will be good. That one's good. Cool. So that's uh twenty four. Nice. You like that? Yeah, that one's good too. Uh, oh twenty seven. Um, how do you feel about the bonus action? Because I just got a crit. Uh, oh, Jesus. You didn't pop wings, so yeah, go for it. Alright, cool, we're done here. Um, <laughs> the Banshee manifests, unleashes its terrible scream. You sort of, like, pull out your ears and shake them to, you know, sort them out. And then, whack, whack, whack! 
the spirit of the elf is laid to rest through the power of violence. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I didn't ask for this. Uh, I'm sorry that I, I peed on you. Um, it is just business. Uh, I was trying to do my business, and then you got up in my business and tried to go for the business, but you got the business. <laughs> nice. Very clear. Yeah. Uh, articulate as ever. Okay. Knocking personnel, kid. Do you move? Um, sure. You know what? I, w- I will move, yeah. I will uh, mm. try and help old mate over here. You know what I mean? Trundle mm-hmm. over his way. Did anyone see himself. the fucking enormous thunderbolt? Everybody saw face. the enormous oh, thunderbolt you know, fragging his No face. one cares. Oh, right. Alan. Oh, wait. How are we supposed to protect you from sky thunderbolts? How am I supposed to protect myself? I don't know. I'm willing for any intercession on my behalf. Uh, Aaron doesn't want it any turn touching this swarm thing. But he's going he's gonna to trundle up to it. You know, okay. Next Just... to the bear boy. <clears throat> yeah. Alan, what do you do? Alan, now that the fire elemental area has been cleared somewhat, mm-hmm. is hoping that he can take refuge behind fuck off big rock. <laughs> uh, and so he's trying to see, trying to tell roughly what angle this thunderbolt came from. Oh. By the way, is a thunderbolt the same as a lightning bolt? Yeah, it's a lightning bolt. This is basically okay, yeah. call, the call lightning spell that uh, Lysha sometimes uses. Whoa, whoa, except whoa, whoa. What crack. kind of damage is he taking? Thunder damage or lightning damage? Lightning damage. Thunderbolt just must... sounds cooler. It just sounds cooler. You know? No, because I had lightning resistance and you made me take thunder damage from a friggin' Knight of Terra Nimbus, even though I had the, the lightning well, that, resist. That <laughs> knight had an ability that does thunder damage. I don't know oh, what you want from me. So brutal. <laughs> so I, I'm going to sprint towards the rock. Actually, can I even make it to the rock in one turn? Yeah. Or, or the central, the central rock. Yeah, the central if, rock. If you dash. Yeah, I could dash. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to I'm going to dash and try and take a bit of refuge underneath the rock in, in any in any way that I can, kind of behind it on one mm. side of it, if I can mm. tuck myself small in the corner at the very base of the rock. I'm trying to trying to get it so that the lightning would hit the rock instead of me. Okay. And I know that this is like a a ley line as well, so I'm just hoping that it'll absorb some kind of Okay. Da- some kind of element. Roll an Arcana check. You nailed it earlier. So roll another one. <laughs> Add, a ten. Yeah, roll with disadvantage because of the celestial uh, oh, harmony yeah. thing. Oh, and, okay, it doesn't matter. Aww. And now roll one d four because you're cursed and blessed at the same time. Thirteen. Okay. Thirteen. Um, so there. Now that the ley line has been purged of fire magic, it is an earth ley line. You could mm. tap into it to ground this out. Hell yes. Okay, just you're messing with some powerful magic here. So, this bro, is gonna... I've got some powerful magic after me, Joe. I'm messing with some powerful <laughs> shit here. Right. I, I I signed this agreement as soon as I started stealing flowers from the Sky Sovereign. That checks out. This is going to be another Arcana check. Roll disadvantage. Okay. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> a seven. Okay. Do you want plus me to roll 1d4? 1d4? Yeah, roll plus 1d4. A ten, ten overall. Okay. So, as you sort of place your hands on the rock and mutter some spells and some songs of power to it, you can feel it. And the earth sort of hums and shakes 
as the power of the earth courses through this entire area. And another bolt of lightning comes down from above and zaps your ass. <laughs> but at the last minute, you tap into the rock and you connect the power of the earth and the power of the sky and they combine. Two things happen. One, the the lightning bolts being dragged, the connection between Terra Nimbus and where you are is broken. The storm, mm. you can feel it like the air snaps, the tension is gone, and the clouds begin to dissipate. And the sacred stone fucking explodes. Oh, God! You did what? Okay, you're the only person who's in the area. Go ahead and if you just, you know, be a doll and move yourself into the area. Um, uh, yes. I'm going to find a nice crater graphic. Oh, my God. So I've just blown up a ley line. Lysha um, is well, never okay. going to forgive this you. Isn't the just exactly blown up the, the sacred stone of her people. Oh, yes, just the stone that marks it, kind of. It, the... Yeah, the... Well, technically you didn't. Yeah, actually, that's true. Is this a good crater? This is a good crater. We'll use this crater. I don't think Lysha is going to see it that way. Okay. Uh, <laughs> roll a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage and plus 1d4 because we're like that. Okay, a 13 add, add plus 1d4. 1D4. Mm-hmm. Wait, what, what am I typing here? There we go. 16. 16, great. You take half of the damage as the rock explodes. <laughs> uh, so you take 20 points of damage. Oh my oh, god. But oh no. Here's the real upside, is that this grounded out Vinder Storm, so he's not going to just keep zapping your ass, right? Like, he, yeah. he can't for a while. You're spared That's his wrath positive. for the time being. But you do take 20 points of damage as the rock just... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lysha, it's your turn. Uh... Your sacred altar, the the sanctum where you studied the druidic arts has exploded. (laughs) Uh... Uh... Oh my god. Holy fuck. Also, you're being Mm. eaten by fire skulls. Yeah, I don't think she cares about the fire skulls in the face of this. Um, she's like, eat me, bitches. <laughs> um. Chat wants you to moonbeam out. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no way that anyone would know it was even me, because I was invisible while I did this. That's true. That's true. Are you Roll invisible a now? saving throw to continue to be invisible with disadvantage oh, plus true. 1d4. And 18... <laughs> Uh, nice, well, a 21, yeah. you, sur- you survive being at ground zero as two opposing ley lines neutralized each other and, like, rock shrapnel exploded on you, but you kept the spell, and that's what really counts. <laughs> <laughs> I've been practicing for many years. <laughs> oh, my God. Been, like, I don't even... away from explosions. So all you might be able to see is, like, a little footsteps in the ash. <laughs> Mingled in with everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Well, what I can tell is here. that you're the only person I can't see. <laughs> sure, sure. <Nah>. If this <laughs> was the first adventure, I'd right. call bullshit. But this has been many I've never, I've never seen the crater and Alan Odell in the same room. <laughs> What's it going to be? I don't even know now. How would she react to this would she be able to like water earth 
fire, air. Ha. <laughs> Go foot. Long ago, this was a we decent place. We are Captain Planet. Everything changed when the quest for the Book of Dawn attacked. Hey, 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 guys. Um... Wow, there's very little she can do to fix this. She would want to fix this, but she can't fix this. So she's going to just go fucking nuts. <laughs> she has lost her shit. Wasn't the reason the first? Won't be the last. Uh, how is, how is, can she tell how the other druid is reacting to this? He loses control of his bear form. If you were concentrating on any, like, druidic spells, I was basically going to make you lose them. Gotcha. But you're not, so, you know. Fortunately, Tidal Wave is not a concentration spell. <laughs> um, I mean, it works, right? Like, you know. You know, it totally makes sense. They're just not quite close enough for you to frag both of them in one go. Unlucky. Oh. Um. I mean, even though there's, like, a swarm of fire things chasing her at this point and, like, attacking her and she's on fire... And she'd probably use her action to disengage and run towards the crater. Okay. You are free to move about the cabin. Um, so if I use my action to disengage is one, two, three. Wait, each of these squares is five feet, right? Correct. Uh, you take five points uh, of fire damage because you're on fire. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I have reached the edge of the crater. Mm-hmm. Wait, I think my movement is faster now because of Liban. Let me double check. Yes. 35. Right. Um, and five points of fire damage. Copy saying. That is it for you, unless you have a bonus action. Um, I have bonus actions, but I don't think I'm going to. For us. Yes. It's your turn. There's a bunch of God. flaming fire skulls in front of you. And also I a attack. rock just exploded. Yeah, Thoras doesn't really know what's going on. I mean, he he all all Thoras wanted was to kill the rock, and instead he got dragged here. And now Lysha's breaking down, and there's fire everywhere. And I mean, he's just gonna do what Thoras does. I think that's highly in character. Thoras, please, Thoras, do. Yep, Thoras is going to recklessly attack the swarm of skulls. First attack. 21, baby. Plus 3, so that's 15. 15. Now, these Second. things actually have resistance to not even magical damage, just bludgeoning, cool. piercing, and slashing. So they only take 7. Damn. Okay. Got to nail the next attack. And oh. nail it, I did. Oh, my God. You're just dropping crits all over the place. Oh, I can't, well, I can't hold all these critical attacks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 10, uh, 11 damage because of, you know, stuff. Yeah. Uh, enjoy seven points of fire damage. So I got one more attack. Because <laughs> we're going in a frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's the special on... on did you take... Did, we gave you the challenge thing, right? Because it was too cool to not do? Uh, yes. Um, I choose this guy. The guy in front of me is my target, basically. And he right. does not gain advantage on any attacks. All right. Against me, but I get advantage against him. It's actually kind of broken in yeah, 1v1. It's, it's really good for a 1v1. Um, you take six more fire damage. 13 damage. Unless I can only proc once per round. No, it just happens. Just, you know, happens every time. Awesome. Cool. 
No. Thoros is getting chunked down. He's on 45 health. This is He's taking more damage than he did when he was getting uh, marinated by zombies on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, their turn. Let's see if we can't you know do any more damage. Um, they swore... This one's still above half health. It swarms you. It... Okay. I rolled a 10. That's okay. Uh... <laughs> it's not a lot of damage. No, I mean, it missed. So I mean, it just missed me. <laughs> it just, oh, that's you know. so nimble. Very, very nimble. And the other one rolls a natural so one. Nimble. What even happens to it? You know what? Fuck it. It's like 10 o'clock. We're just going to be slapping <laughs> these things until we run out of health. It leaves. It just, it, it <laughs> you know, the fire, the giant rock explodes, and it's just like, oh, you know what? Fine. No, just just here, Aaron. Go. You get one round, and then I'm leaving. I've got things to do, okay? Just, you know, <laughs> roll your fancy damage dice, and let's move on with our lives. Um, Korok. Cast Thunderwave on it. I'm participating. <laughs> uh, rolls a strength saving throw, which is not its forte. Why do I only get good numbers when I'm fighting myself? <laughs> it's like... There's, there's a metaphor for something a, there. A, you know, I need to think about this. There's... It's pretty... But yeah, where's Alika? Oh, I don't know. Technically, I was working with Lysha, so I should have been helping you on your turns, but a rock exploded. I'm very distracted right now. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Aaron. Go. We're going to finish out this round, and then, you know, the magic binding them to this plane fades, but you don't know that, so just fuck them up. Okay, and that will be Har... Did you... You didn't declare beforehand. Are you big swinging, or no? Uh, can I can I swing bigly? Yeah, you can swing bigly. Great, because right. they're going to take half damage from your attacks. So 24, so 12. Go on. Eight. Miss. Uh, give me that D4, bro. Give me that D4. Yep, 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 you can have it. You can have it. 11. Miss. Next question. <laughs> That's it. That's two attacks. I'm Gucci. Oh, right. You didn't get any crits or anything. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, Alan, you're not even getting exploded anymore, so I don't know why I gave you a turn. You're not good for anything. What do you do? What do I do? Yeah, you're, uh, you're invisible I, and a rock just exploded. I lay on the ground, considering my fate, running through... <laughs> running through the alternate lives that I could have lived in my head, <laughs> just questioning my decisions, the choices that have brought me there, and wondering what the hell's going to happen to this place. I, I'm just, I'm just enjoying being laid on the floor, invisible, while other people worry about shit, <laughs> and not being a, a sizzling piece of bacon. Yeah. Uh, all right. After all this elemental power flying around, the fire skulls dissipate no longer bound to this world uh the, the fire magic was broken and then the ley line exploded so they you know they're no longer tied to this plane they dissipate uh i'm sure there's a great deal to talk about we can handle it now or we can call the curtain here and pick it up next time thoughts team i think we can pick up the aftermath Right. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll leave everyone staring slack-jawed at the exploded <laughs> sacred sanctuary of Golden Roots. Uh, Lysha has fallen on her knees and is picking up little fragments of stone while she sobs. <laughs> I, I'm kind of lying on my back, wondering how bruised I am whilst 
watching Elijah pick stuff up. Is there up, a like, human-shaped the indent in the ground like where he's ash lying? angel, you know. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Good game, everyone. Good game. Mm-hmm. Well played. G-G. Very oh. enjoyable. Lord. Uh, thank you, chat, for joining us. Uh, thank you for the act of God. I've got a whole bunch more of those fancy cards prepared, and I'll be adding more of those. Uh, no Tales from the Golden Bow this Thursday. But we will return next Tuesday with episode two of our adventure arc. So, uh, good night. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye.